to figure out that because it doesn't happen when I test it. Sorry, friends. Maybe when I hit main? No, I don't think so. I don't know. Because it happened when you hit unmute? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe this one. Uh, oh, I don't have the microphones muted on this one. I do for the other two scenes. That's why. Okay. Mm. That's why. Uh, what type of music are we going for tonight, John? Uh, Something serene. Okay. Something just uh, peacefully providing a solid sense of ambiance. Uh, mood somber? Yeah. Somber is appropriate. Okay. I think. Probably. Appropriate for a song there. Mm-hmm. Fix this wiki. Alrighty. Sorry for the uh, for the delay, friends, but we are here, and I apologize for the very loud noise at the beginning of the stream. Uh, but just we're, be prepared for it always. Yeah, just yeah. be prepared. No, it shouldn't happen. Always. After it's it well because it didn't happen the last session. It just happened this one. Because mm -hmm. uh, I this it scene is cursed. My, it is, it is it cursed. cursed. <laughs> the scene is cursed. <laughs> the campaign is cursed. Oh, I mean, yeah, that one I actually have to agree to. Yeah. <laughs> You're all cursed. Um, oh. But anyway, we're gonna go Move around the table. Thing. What? Move that candle. Oh, it's right in the. It's literally right in the center of the camera frame. Oh, uh, well, it's not. The, uh, hit. Um, oh, I didn't put in. I didn't make a scene for the for the other thing. I'll go switch it. Okay. Um, but we're gonna introduce ourselves, uh, and then John's gonna do the recap, and I'm gonna run into my office real quick. The candle can stay there. It's fine. Okay. Um, anyway, I am Don, and I play Ethier Revia, the Grave Domain Cleric. Mm -hmm. I'll be right back. Mm -hmm. I am Paul, and I play Felix. Mm-hmm. I'm Sarah, and I play Ritora. And I'm DJ, and I play Nesgrim. And I'm John, the happy, happy dungeon master for this campaign. Uh, so, last on our first episode of the City of Oshwamp, as Don has the scene creator on the screen. <laughs> I think that's just what we can yeah, see, I right? Oh, not oh it's see. not visible to everybody else? I don't think okay, because so. I don't have I don't actually have the video up on mm -hmm. my phone. Uh, last time on our first episode of the City of Oshwamp, we introduced all of our characters and brought them from various routes towards the City of Oshwamp. Uh, Ritora and Nesgrim arriving at the city together uh, in a wagon on the last caravan from the farming town of Lerarain through the Felrost, the frozen path that leads to the City of Oshwamp. Uh, we were on the last light of Dumar, Dumar being the eighth month of the calendar year in Felrun, and the last night of autumn before the sudden harsh onset of Oshwamp's winter. Uh, as everyone arrived, we introduced ourselves to the promenade. We met Ethier, the bone salesman, who offered to give Nesgrim the bone. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Nesgrim tried to assist with starting a bidding war for one of Ethier's antler bone crafted pipes and ended up having to buy one himself. Uh, but Ethier did kindly just return to him his one silver. Um, Jerky stole a bone dagger from Ether's wagon. Felix came out of the Homestead Inn, having arrived in the city previously and not needing to be subject to the, you know, immediate introductions of the city. Uh, we witnessed some beautiful songs <laughs> about the horrifying bow dagger that totally killed the orc king. <laughs> That's right. And Felix, slightly, you know, skeptical about that tale. <laughs> Sometimes troubadours just make shit up on the fly. We'll go with that. Uh, but totally was a bow dagger thrust into his heart. 
We should just do a musical campaign someday, Don. Ooh, we should. I think, should. I think no. that would be a... <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. What do you mean? You're no. the bard. No, you are the bard. There's a Don, reason. we need to do a musical episode of Setendor. Okay. There's a reason oh, why. Lawrence is as here. A bard, it is the next I've one. I've never once sang. Not once. Hey, ugly. Hey, ugly. <laughs> hey, Not ugly. once. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so after we had our brief introductions into the promenade, meeting a few random travelers, uh, the only one really we got the name of was Alice, the woman who sold fruit at the fruit stand, who interacted positively with Jerky, our adorable little tabaxi thief. Uh, we then followed Ether over to the West District, leaving the promenade during the middle to like early evening portions of the day after having had satisfying meals and looking for lodgings. As we approached the Western Districts, the guards ensured with Ether that everything went fine. And Ether agreed and mm-hmm. brought our friends happily into the West slums, because it's a city of slums. And as our friends walked through the tunnels and arrived into the horrible clay dirt ground and ramshackled home linings, uh, we suddenly felt like we were in a very, very different city from the beautiful cobblestone that lined the promenade. Uh, We went with Ethier, saw his bone museum, (laughs) where he has many bones from various locations and various expeditions out north of the walls into the frozen wilds. Uh, He also told Felix of a tale of the bones of the Ancient Ones and offered him a piece of indestructible bone, which Felix promptly bit and fractured. Uh, (laughs) He gave me the fractured piece. Yes, a fractured piece of the infracturable bones (laughs) that Felix then further fractured. He has strong teeth. (laughs) He is cursed. He is cursed. Uh, Yes, so then, wow, shit, we... uh, We met the owner of The Quiet Night, Elisa, and her son, Benjamin, uh, the young boy who wet himself when Ether offered him a small leaf as a, you know, sense of comfort and, uh, you know, interactive, positive interaction, I guess you could say we were going for there. But, you know, timid little boy immediately pees himself when the bone man gives him a leaf and runs away. (laughs) Not anything indicating any, you know, reputation so far for Ether in the city. Uh, yeah, after we left the quiet night, we went outside to continue to take in the surroundings and just try to get accompanied with, or familiar with what the fuck was going on in this city now. Um, Ether did warn, or Elisa warned Ether about the two peculiar, as she called them, people in the party. Uh, Nesgrim having told multiple people about being a an Asimar. All of two. Two. <laughs> two. <laughs> Total of two. That's too That's many. Too, too, too many. <laughs> As you're about to find out. Oh, great. <laughs> yep. Rip DJ. DJ's going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> just go ahead and roll another character Not the character. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. Roll for jail years. Five. <laughs> See ya. Did I lose through something that made it worth it? I'm gonna, I'm gonna see, I'm gonna roll and see how many D100 jail years. Whoop, 62. Oh, Goodbye. Does my mom have to still work, or can she just <laughs> retire at 40? Like, <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, yeah, so, we went outside, we took in our surroundings slightly, we interacted with a pair of drunken old men who were absolutely appalled by Felix's appearance, uh, shocked by the claims made about Felix's character by the other party members. <laughs> so much worse. Uh, And then as we went to go towards the Tattered Tomes, the bookstore operating in the western slums, a store that Ether is familiar with the name, but not familiar with the location, 
These two men happily told them that it was down Thieves Alley, of all places, and then promptly Pretora got robbed. <laughs> that was kind of my, my subtle hint of, hey, anticipate a theft incoming. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't pick up on that. One. <laughs> 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 oh, I, I'm just fuck. being ushered around the city. Yep, that's okay. Oh, rip, ghost of jerky. Yep. So we <laughs> we went towards Thieves Alley, and a group of children pulled off a successful heist against our party. Uh, one of them rushing out from an alleyway in between a few of the ramshackle homes, bumping into Ritora and successfully taking something from her. Something and very then, valuable. Yeah, fleeing uh, up back up the street, the way from whence they came. Uh, Jerky, realizing as a fellow thief what was going on, immediately chased after the small child. However, was interrupted by five children, a few homes up, rushing out, playing with a ball. Uh, Jerky destroyed the ball, chased after the child, but lost the child in the midst heard some laughter and decided to light a fire using a flask of oil and some tinder, uh, causing a, a bit of a fire uh, with some barrels, some boxes. They were, they were broken, they were dilapidated and, you know, not in great state any longer. Uh, but the fire did reach to the adjacent home, which one of the children was hiding in, and that's why she ran out of the home, because she wasn't in the barrel. She went into, like, one of the vagrant houses and was going to burn to death. So ran out, uh, and that was the child that Jerky then chased down further as she attempted to rejoin with her five friends. Jerky captured her and then threatened the other five children to return the belongings that were stolen from Matora. The children feigned ignorance and Jerky cut the little girl's throat, killing her immediately in the street. Uh, the guards, having arrived to the location of the fire a street over, uh, immediately heard the screams of the children as Jerky's um, attempt at fleeing was thwarted uh, by the children, by the guards, then by citizens. Uh, Jerky having successfully slid through the legs of some of the guards that had knocked her prone. Whew. And then, yeah, well. A lot happened in the first episode. Yeah, a lot <laughs> happened in the first episode. So, uh, yeah. Jerky got captured, taken to the gallows immediately after having been returned to the scene of the crime by the children, where the young girl still lay dead in the street, and Jerky was promptly searched, and the murder weapon was found in her belongings. Uh, so Jerky was taken to the gallows. A new, interesting, uh, unique guard arrived, which was met with applause from the citizens that had gathered around to witness Two of the people who had been shrieking earlier in the streets in the night, claiming that they did nothing wrong, were also here, attached to nooses at the heights of the gallows, still claiming innocence. Um, as the executioner pulled the lever, Felix, having bravely followed along secretly in the night, utilized cloud stairs or cloud steps? Cloud steps. Cloud steps to offer Jerky an opportunity to once more succeed and escape from the situation. Um, however, because the gallows are about 25, 20-ish feet in height, the cloud steps successfully saved Jerky in the moment, but there is visible area beneath the gallows and all of the citizens gasped, alerting the guards once more. Jerky called out to help, claiming that Osador himself had granted Jerky mercy and was clearly supposed to be left alive, um, then fled through the streets as the guards approached her running through the crowds, successfully making her way through a few of the people, and then 
finding herself in the chest of a very tall, very burly, <laughs> red-haired guard man who lifted her by the scruff and attempted to execute her in the streets, saying that, hey, even if the noose doesn't work, the guards still do. Uh, sadly, missing with the first attack, Jerky <laughs> attempted to claw out the guard's eyes, as well missed, and then an unknown assailant from behind arrived and cleaved Jerky and Twine with his very large axe, and Felix walks back to the quiet night alone. And that is where we will pick up. The other three of you are still inside of the quiet night. Ignorant. Ignorant of what has befallen your new friend that you have met in the city on your first night. So I didn't watch what happened, but I'm assuming I heard it. Correct. You would have heard the gasps and then the sudden rounds of applause and cheers and jeers calling out for the head of the cat. Okay. Oh, God. I don't like that. Oh, yeah. I will continue walking back to the end. Okay. So you are walking back to the inn. The other three of you are inside of here with Eliza. She has prepared for you meals as a thank you for just being aware of the situation now a little bit more inside of the city of Oshwamp and choosing to return to her inn as opposed to any others. So, Ritora, you had paid for one night. Yes. Without a meal? Yes, because I still had chicken. Correct. Nesgrim, you paid for a night with a meal. Yeah. So she hands you back seven copper. On the house, my dear. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Welcome back. I'm I'm quite certain that we'll have a quiet night. I hope so. <laughs> As do I. Uh, usually the last night of the Esther can be a little more um, rowdy and treacherous and uh, sadly violent. Yes, it's good we came here then. Oh, yes, I'm a bit out of the way, but uh, try to stay a little more quiet than most. I'm going to continue checking all of my pockets to see if my pass is in there, even though... You do not not have your pass. You search longingly and you find all of your other belongings are absolutely in store untouched, but your pass is missing. Uh... Am I able to get a new one of these? A new one of what? The the, the passes. The passes. You do not have a pass? I had a pass. Oh, you had a pass. Oh. Well, hold on one moment. I told you I was supposed to give you passes had you not received one upon your entrance. And she pulls out a Slums West pass. Traditionally, they are 25 gold pieces. <laughs> huh. Oh. Huh. Why do you think the anyone who would take a pass would be after exclusively the pass? <laughs> They're extraordinarily I... valuable. I'll uh, keep that. Hmm. <laughs> keep that in mind. That's yes. Uh, I would recommend you keep a good eye on yours. As for all of you. Yes. Yes. Very good. How is the meal so far? Good. You're very kind, sir. <laughs> was it not? Is Roll it not? for satisfaction. <laughs> 50% exactly. It's okay. fine. 
It's adequate. Because you're eating the chicken from the promenade? Yes. 52. Chicken is delicious. I'm sure you're it. familiar already yeah. with the, f- the food throughout the areas of the slums is exquisitely bland and flavorless. Yep. It effectively feels like texture. <laughs> oh. okay. like, Sorry, the phrase exquisitely bland. I'm yeah. trying to. Like, don't think of anything you've associated with bland, think blander. Like, impressively bland. <laughs> yes, like, think just sucking on a piece like of paper. In, like, instead of cinnamon and toast. Mm-hmm. It's like cinnamon flour and toast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Absence even the cinnamon. <laughs> flour on toast. Yes. Okay. Correct. Toast. Oh, a toast sandwich. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It toast is. On toast. It is ridiculously bland to the point where you're still capable of swallowing it. Like it's it's not foul, but it's just. It's empty. edible. Yeah, it's edibly empty. That's okay. a good. That's a good restaurant name. Edibly empty. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know if it's a good restaurant name, but it might be a <laughs> restaurant name. They bring you an edible plate with nothing on it. <laughs> I, like that. Just, I thought it was just so good that the plate was clean. But it's just made of that packaging mm. peanut material, mm-hmm. that like starch. Oh, very that just, good. Like, mm. Mm. Yep. That is truly bland. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's pretty much what you're eating. But it's oh. Also, <laughs> very similar to my favorite snack, but. <laughs> Smush. Oh, yes. Smush. <laughs> so, uh, Ether, why, why bring us here exactly? This is a place that I know to be safe, and I would not want you to get into trouble walking around the slums at night, especially the first night after the Esther. It is okay. a dangerous place, as we have, and I just glance over at Retor, I have already witnessed. Yeah. So, do you get a kickback on the rates every night? <laughs> I'm not sure what you mean. <laughs> no, I am simply permitted to stay here. Oh, for free? Yes. You got the hookup. I mean, I help Elisa with things around the oh, Yes, of course. Each year, he brings fresh travelers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That, that horrified look of Sarah's Oh no! I thought I knew my. I thought I knew Doc. The museum are the bones of the previous now. Okay. What do you have need of new travelers? Oh well, yes, of course. Um, as as the year progresses and the winter begins to subside, I no longer find I have many patrons during the summer. Most are out in working and attempting to, well, adventure. And those that survive the winter, if they do not choose to adventure, generally leave. So it tends to get a little bit slow around here. Yes. So these are my busy months, you could say. Ah, okay. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) shakes No, this is a lot of no. (laughs) Where did the two of you travel from? You know, I, I'm I'm from the the. <laughs> from from the Aveth. Aveth. From the Aveth. That's A V A E T H. I assume I'm not familiar with that. Nope. I am so, not familiar with that area. It's a forested area. South of here. I mean, everything. Everything's <laughs> south of here, I suppose. <laughs> yes, everything is 
Indeed, south of here, there is nothing more north besides the mines. There's nothing past the mines. Not that I know of. It is simply the large <laughs> mountain. I just really enjoy unnerving Sarah. Anytime she looks at me, she's just, ha! <laughs> <laughs> you smile. Mm-hmm. Ask if there's anything north of the mines, and you're just like... <laughs> Death. <laughs> Is it that there's nothing further than the mines, or it's not known what's past the mines? I, I'm not sure. No one that I have heard of has traveled past the mines. And come back. Fair enough, but it is a large mountain that blocks the way, and I would imagine during the winter months it is impassable, and during the summer it is swampy and horrible. So even if there is something beyond it, I am not sure that we would know. I would be curious to see what's there come summertime, but... You would like to see the mountains, you mean? Yes. Good. Not the mines. What's wrong with the mines? mines? Well, as Ether has said, most don't return. It's a treacherous area. People go there often, though. Well, yes. I suppose we could say that uh, the desperate souls with... No other sense of purpose any longer. And in need of coin. Exactly. Those with, uh, I guess we could say, no other way out. Interesting. Choose to... to go there. It is the last-ditch effort of fools looking for gold that have nothing left to lose. Mm. Would it not be easier to just... <laughs> what you got to say, Siri? Come on. I'm trying to think here. Siri, Thank you. Siri goes roll for initiative. Roll for initiative. Whatever I was just saying is gone. I'm Very good. Would it not be easier to to, to what? To just find find work elsewhere outside of the city. Oh, outside of Oshwamp? Yes. Well, that's why the people who come here and do survive their first winter, a lot of them leave, if they may. Why do most come, then? Oh, well, think of the stories of Oshwamp, of the successful merchants who occupy the Aetherast and the lavish lives of which they live, incomparable to other cities in the world. There are things in the mines things of value and things of danger indeed um, from our perspective can we tell how big the city is compared to the area that we are uh, you in? can tell that the area of slums west feels like it is maybe only a fifth of the city mm-hmm. approximately and this looks substantive as though it would be Maybe 600 yards, 700 yards. So, I mean, still pretty sizable. Mm-hmm. Think of the space of six to seven football fields. It would be not exactly a rectangle, uh, not exactly a square or a rectangle, because they're not exactly even on one side or the other. Yeah. So, I mean, it would still more rhomboid. <laughs> but, yes. Yeah. Fairly large, as though you can discern... Thousands and thousands of people live in this district of the city. Okay, and we, from our perspective as well, we can't see 
any of the other districts, right? Like it's... Correct. The city walls that intervene mm-hmm. are like 25 to 30-ish feet in height. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. You are where you are in Oshawa. Um, <clears throat> would I be familiar that the majority of the, uh, like, traveling carts that come here likely pass through, uh, Liver Rain on their way here? Correct. As a stop? Correct. Okay. Yeah, you know from when right, previously when I, yeah, even, sure. you know that that is the last stop. It's pretty much, yeah, you Correct. have to go through it to get Correct. there, short of traveling in on your own, which Correct. clearly they did not. And people don't do that anyway, yep. because it, it is... Even just through the Felrast itself is a day, and that alone is a treacherous expedition to make right. individually. Okay, cool. Um, you traveled in on a carriage, yes? Yes. The two of you? Yes. Did you by chance pass through Layer Rain? That is, that's where I... Do I know that that's where I was? Yes, okay. that farming village, yes. Yeah, I... For the brief time you were there, yeah. yes. I don't know if I talked to anyone, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's, that's the city that I... Or the... Town. Town mm-hmm. that I got on the carriage from. Uh, did you stay there long, or were you just passing through? Uh, very, very briefly. Only a couple evenings. And you? Same. I uh, came in through that town as well, uh, although I was not there at the same amount of time. I was there for a much shorter time. Mm. Did you <clears throat> by chance interact with the Good Song family? The good? No, I do not recall them. <laughs> nope. Did I did interact not. with the Good Song family? You did not. Okay. I I don't I don't believe so. Are they a notable people of that area? Yes, they are well known for filling their fields that they work in with songs. Mm. They are very jovial people, but it has been quite a time since I have been there. It is possible that they have moved on. Or in our DM's case, probably killed them off. <laughs> because oh, he, is a, he is a monster. I don't <laughs> remotely know what you're talking about. Because he is cursed. He is cursed. He is cursed. Nope. He is cursed. <laughs> Did I hear any songs or anything while... Uh... Yeah. Okay. Lever Rain is a very musical town. The majority of the day, people as they are working are singing. Very happy people. Like together or to themselves? Uh, some of them together, some of them alone. Okay. Yeah. Like the Good Song family is reputable for singing together. I imagine they sing good song. Mm hmm. They do. I would recommend that you get some rest this evening and be prepared for the day tomorrow. I would not stay up too late or venture out in the dark by yourselves. Okay. As you say that, you hear the door open and Felix walks back into the quiet night. On my way back, mm-hmm. as I was observing the night sky, mm-hmm. did anything change? Not remotely. Still, More doesn't... snow begins to fall and heavier and quicker. And it's, it's gotten colder, I'm assuming. Correct. And the sky is still pitch black. Correct. No clouds, no stars. Just snow that appears to descend from nothingness. You hear the small bell at the front of the door ring and briefly chime, and then Felix is standing in the doorway, snow breezing in behind him. Oh my. Mm-hmm. You're late. My coat. Mm-hmm. Apparently. Did Things you enjoy... grow a little whiter for you. Yes. Did you enjoy the cold? Yes. Yes, I, yes, I did. 
the I first night. Enjoyed, I also enjoyed the gallows. Yes, the gallows. The gallows are an unfortunate occurrence of the first night I was hoping to have you avoid. What are the gallows? People that commit crimes in the district or are financially unable to support themselves are taken to the gallows as an example for the remainder of the district. They kill the poor here? Yes. (laughs) I'm so glad I got a new pass! (laughs) Oh. I'm like, just like, pull, pull some rope out of my bag and just like, braid like a tighter... A noose? <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's going to be ready! You gotta have neck resistance. <laughs> like a, a very secure holder for my pass. Yep, very good. Yeah, you attach that to your pass. I'm going to look towards the innkeeper. Um, Welcome back, my friend. M- may I have my dinner? Of course, of course. She steps back briefly into the kitchen and returns almost five or ten seconds later with a plate, still steaming, but it looks just like... Uh, consider... Uh, a small square of bread, some reddish-looking tomatoey substances that appear to be mushed next to it, and then a very pale, almost opaque lump of meat next to that. Uh-huh. Oh, I see you got... You ordered the albino deer. <laughs> what is Here this? you are. What, what, what is this? Oh, this is the meals in Oshwap. I'm just going to point at the meat. Oh, yes. What? It, it is akin to chicken. A kin? Yes. A duck. It is akin to chicken. <laughs> so it's duck. I'm kidding. Uh, no. What? It's akin to duck. Oh, God. What kind of bird is it? Chicken. Akin to duck. But you said it was akin to chicken. It is akin to chicken. A duck. What, what kind of meat is that? <laughs> is it? Oh. What um, animal does it Well, come we're from? not uh, told. We not told? What do you mean uh, not no. told? How, how do, how do I know food? I'm not supplied by the city? Uh, yes, of course. How do I know I'm not eating jerky from the gallows right now? What? 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 <laughs> what do you mean? I'm sorry, that's why you're choosing jerky. You're not specifying what the meat is. Well, and he was literally <laughs> eating yeah. jerky. Yep, yep. Um, the, the small critter, they hung it. Or something. Oh. Oh my. What small creature? The tabaxi? They hung her? Did you see what she did? I, I, I just wish that I could have helped. Oh my. Oh. Alice will be heartbroken, as will many of the other merchants within the city. Poor child. Um. I'm uncertain as to what she must have done, but... Must have been a reason. I will look into it uh, tomorrow and attempt to discern what crime Jerky might have committed. Better off not knowing. What? What we are better off knowing is what this meat is. I am, <laughs> I am I eating person? Oh, no, not at all. Not at all. Why is I'm going to insight check that. Yeah, go right ahead. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 16. No. I mean, you can tell that she is very adamant that this is not the meat of, like, a humanoid creature. Can I Yeah. Can I do a nature check on yeah. said meat and see yeah. if I can determine Go right ahead. what it is? Is that an one? 
What? No, it's <laughs> perfectly it's, in the corner. It's almost a 19, but it's not. I'll give you the credit for the 19 if you're all worse. Yeah, you got the 19. <laughs> you can discern that this meat is meat made by magical means. So when you touch it, it doesn't seem like it's like it's real. It's definitively created. It's bee meat. <laughs> but you can immediately discern that this is magically crafted food to oh like create food correct out of game yes that's yeah. what you would associate this with in character you don't, don't know it's yeah, that know. but you know that this is not like someone went out and hunted an animal and brought this back and cooked this this is something that has been conjured and that is why it is extremely bland, flavorless, and nondescript. So this is the food that the city provides? Oh, well, yes. Uh, for the slums, we are given uh, daily supplies, I suppose you could say, uh, for those of us who are not capable of completely providing for ourselves or for a store owner like I am. I am given additional senses of supply for additional tithes paid to the, to the cathedral. The cathedral. The cathedral. I can't even. The cathedral. Is that a new Pokemon made of cheese? I hope. I cool. Just a cheesy bee drill. Just or a cheese wheel. I was picturing just a cheese wheel. Very good. Well, why does does the cathedral provide the meat? Oh well, yes. The the clerics, the brothers of the cathedral, they spend most of their days creating ample supplies for the poor and needy. Now, is that arranged with the government of the city, or is that something they do? What do you mean, do? the government of the city? How is the city ruled? Is there the, not the a... leaders? Ruled? What do you mean, leaders? The people in charge. I'm not familiar with people in charge, <laughs> the sir. The people... Who is above the guards? Oh, well, the guards are paid. By who? Oh, mostly the merchants in the Iterast. Do the uh, merchants hire a lot of people? Yes. So they're in charge. Well, in so much as that, yes, they pay the guard and the city's laws, the code legal, is an agreed-upon document structured by the members of the professors of the academy and the highest brothers of the cathedral and the wealthiest of merchants in the Aderost. So it is an agreed-upon document. city does not have a, a structured government in the sense that we have absolute leaders, but we have many people that contribute to represent the rest of us. So, so there's a ruling class. Again, I, if you want to call them ruling, sure. They write the laws, then yes. Very good. If that is what you would call them. So most of the guards are employed by merchants. Correct, sir, yes. Would I be able to employ a guard? Uh, oh, well, I mean, I suppose so. I don't see any reason why not. They would most likely charge you a fair price. And they sure. would only be able to work outside of their ordained shifts. Mm. Which I'm not Who sure. Who controls many. the shifts? The shifts of the guards? Yes. Oh, the leaders of the guard. There is a guard house here in West Slums. Okay. It is near the gallows. Good place for it. It is. That's where you would want to put it, I suppose. Correct. I would keep a close watch on your owl there. What? Would, would someone try to steal steal him as well. As you have seen, the food is quite bland. Also, pets are 
Welcome, in Oshwamp. Valuable, you could say. That owl might fetch a few gold. I've tried to talk Ether into selling his raven for a few years. As you can see by the state of him, it looks like he could use a little bit of an upgrade on his dress, but he stands by the way he looks, and I respect that about him. The, the company of a creature is not, not something easily given a price. Absolutely. I think we all could do with a bit of comfort now and then, and if provided by a creature, then welcome to it. I would never sell Mallow for gold. I did not choose Mallow. Mallow chose me. Where where did you where did you find her? Yes, uh, out in the cold during one of my excursions out. She was injured. So do you only go out for bones? Mostly, yes. Do you hunt? When I need to, to eat and survive. I believe that all things should be used and honored. Some of the days when Ether brings home good meats, he brings them back here, and again, this is part of the agreement upon why he is permitted to stay. He provides better quality food on occasion for Benjamin and I, and Ether is given a home. Can, do, do you sell the, the meats that you bring back as well? I generally only take what I need, plus a little extra for Elisa and Benjamin. I do not go out to hunt specifically. I would not want to deplete the population of animals that live out there. I take what I need and nothing more. Do the populations not flourish here? Well, it is cold and cut off for the majority of the year. It is hard for animals to migrate. It is quite an unlivable situation. The animals that do survive do sustain themselves in the cold. could say a bit more hardy than usual. What you might be uh, familiar with from other parts of the world. Where I'm from, there are many animals. Oh, indeed? Uh, Where are you from, my dear? The... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna keep doing it to you. <laughs> Get it to me too, the first, first time. Abeth. 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 It's, it's... There's all those vowels in there. Oh, and did you enjoy your life? Uh, I'd say it's still going. Oh, not quite over yet. It's quite different from how I suppose. I'm just gonna snicker. (laughs) (laughs) It was. It was. It was peaceful there. Oh, for sure. You'll find little peace here. Great. Most of my life. Oh, great. But very, very secluded. Oh. Uh, not, not too much interaction. But you seem to know little of the mines or have little interest in them. Why come to Oshwamp? There was a carriage coming this way. I got on that carriage. That's, um, that's the only reason you're here? Yes. A mistake? Oh, a mistake. A mistake. I, you are here by mistake. By mistake. I, I would. I would guess that's the the cleanest way to put it. The cleanest. What would be an unclean way to put it? Uh, I. She's an idiot. 
<laughs> Oof. Well, I, I could have gone north or south, and I chose north. Huh. All right. But uh, if your life in the woods was so peaceful, why leave? Uh, I, the woods are, are not quite what they were when I was young. A lot has changed there. I'm sorry, I'm not sure what you mean. Woods are always woods. Uh, Until they are gone, are the woods gone? They're not, not gone, but perhaps not, not far off. Oh. Troubling. Defin- right. Definitely troubling. Very troubling. Troubling. I would say troubling. <laughs> troubling. Troubling, troubling, troubling. A clean troubling, way troubling, to put troubling. it. Troubling! <laughs> Very good. Um, the woods being cleared. Uh, no, not by any natural means. Unnatural? Perhaps. I am not fully sh- certain what what has caused the uh, destruction there, but... Destruction? Is it to put it burning? one way. No, no, it's... Is it cursed? <laughs> Curse, perhaps. Is it green? <laughs> is it green? Green. The the trees. Cursed. He is cursed. Are no. the trees green because they're you cursed? Uh, I, I, ideally, trees are green when they are not cursed. Oh. Please, please refrain from saying that you own me, <laughs> or that I am cursed. I further. Was, wait. Are you not are cursed? You cursed? He is not cursed. He I is not, not cursed. cursed. He was being questioned by two men, and I was trying to get him out of a situation. And you called him cursed. And yes, said that my mother was away. evil. He said that he owned me. I did. And yes. mutilated, <laughs> mutilated my ears. Yes, as a mark of ownership. Then ah. Ritora kindly pulled me away from the situation. Well, um, I don't know how I feel about you all staying here. <laughs> to put it uh, bluntly. Oh, we're no harm, I promise. Uh, yes, but uh, my reputation is invaluable to me in the city. Oh, there's only two people. Are we the only guests here? Like, is there anyone else? That you can see. That we can see. Yeah. <laughs> I do not believe them to be trouble, or I would not have brought them here. Um, well... If, if we were trouble, we'd be at the gallows right now. Fair point, sir. Fair point. Or um, you'd be dead. Oh. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, um... He's gonna... I'm just going to lean into it. <laughs> You're sleeping. <laughs> cold. Uh, uh, I suppose we shall uh, see in the morning how everyone's uh, behavior is. Do a vibe check. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, pretty vibe. <laughs> uh, well, I'm sorry that you are here. Anywhere else in the world, I believe, would have been better than this place, but make the most of your eight months, and ideally he is correct, and your life does continue. Ideally, yes. My best chance of that may actually be here, surprisingly, so. Surprisingly? Surprisingly so. Were the woods that treacherous? The things in there. The uh, animals that you spoke of? Some of the people there. People in the woods? Yes. People like you? Uh, not exactly. Ah. What, what were the people like? Well, there weren't many. There's a small city. 
In a, s- a small city? It's very large woods. They're... It's a, a city? Yes. Oh. I did not live there. Is at it least made from trees. Is a city made from trees? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. And, and what is it called? Feorn. Feorn. F A E. F H A O R N. F A H A. O R N. Tree city. <laughs> Small. <laughs> Not at all large. In large woods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> many, many woods. So it's for Tree City. Mm-hmm. Okay. It sounds like a lovely place. It is. If I did not have things to do here, I might go visit someday. Well. What do you have to do here, aside from sell your bones? Yes, you don't seem very busy. I don't think you'll be leaving, Ethere. No. That's not for a while, anyway. But we can't. Seems a bit. You are stuck. Honest. The yeah. best oh, advice and, until until the the winter thaws. Yes, that that much I do know. Yes, the best advice that I can give you is to make your own peace, because the city will not provide any for you. This is not a relaxing place. It is not a comforting place. I but am you not can, here for comforts. Then you can find solace in the things around you. Why are you here? Who? You? Oh, you? Me? I'm, I, I, you have your bones here, I suppose? <laughs> <laughs> you have your bones here? I have things that I must do out in the cold. Look for more bones? Among other things, yes. What other things? Find the first guy that no <laughs> He did leave. And a a job that I must a burden I must carry. A a bird? No, not a bird. A burden. Is the bird the bird? No. <laughs> Is I that am, the bird's name? No. The bird's name is Malo. Malo? Yes. It is. I am searching for someone. In the cold? You could say that. Is this a person that can oh. be found? I hope so. Is it a person? It is a person, yes. Okay. Is that something you may need help with? It is not necessarily something that you can help me with, but as you mentioned, you wanted to travel out and gather wood. And I would be happy to take you along with me. You will be responsible to bring your own supplies, but I would be happy to lead the way. I know my way around out there. What supplies would you recommend? What what should we bring? So you can recall when you have gone out to the fell wood, you have left at dawn each day, simply because in the treacherous snow, the usual three-hour walk takes closer to five. So it occupies the majority of your day to get to and back from the Fellwood. So it requires sufficient adventuring gear to be capable of giving yourself ample time to get there, 
cut down trees or other belongings that you would like to utilize as firewood if you can find, you know, some downed trees or larger branches, things of that nature. But usually an expedition out to the Fellwood itself is a day's journey there and back, including the work. So, so you lots would, of food. Correct. You would ideally want to bring sufficient rations. Like, you would eat in the morning, obviously, before you leave, but you would need a meal for the afternoon or the night. That is why Ethier sometimes does hunt mm. when he is out. Uh, Ethier has been out in the woods overnight. Are the woods safe overnight? They can be. This. He's alive. <laughs> That's what I'll say about that. He's alive. I have survived this long in the cold. I would not recommend that you do it often, but I have survived. Are, is there no civilization? What in do you mean civilization? Homes. Where? In, in the woods. Homes in, homes in the woods, no. No. Who would live in the woods? I... I understand you would, but these are not your woods, dear. These Very woods are different. different. Very different woods. I, I think your woods are better, probably. Safer. Warmer. Warmer, definitely. Though we do get winter. Not like this. Not not like this. I've never just look s- out the window. I've never like, heard uh, of anything like that. Just darkness. Yes, the, the sky. Ah, yes. The Black Knight. Ah, you know about this? Oh, yes, it's a colloquial thing here amongst people within the city. Okay. What? So what exactly, why are there no clouds nor stars? Oh, we have no idea. Oh, great. <laughs> it's just a name. It's the what again? The Black Knight. And that lasts the entirety of winter? No. Oh. The first night. Ah, okay. The first night, well, I guess you could say the last night of Dumar. That is why the episode title before was The Last Light of Dumar is the Sunset. Because <laughs> there's no stars. It's all thought out. Oh, literally the la- last oh, light of Dumar. Okay. Uh-huh. Right. It is my favorite night of the year, personally. Oh, yes. That? It's calm. It is very calm. I travel out into the cold frequently and I see the stars and hear the sounds of the woods. But the lack of anything in the sky on the first night or the last night is calming. I guess people have various uh, absurd thoughts as to why the sky becomes the way it does. Not sure, though. What is the most common, commonly held belief? Uh, the arrival of Elsith. Elsith? Yes. What is Elsith? The ninth month of the calendar year. Do we have... I'm assuming we know the calendar year. Yes. It was posted in Discord. Correct. <laughs> and, you, and you said it was the first and last I must night. Look past last night. I didn't see that one. Yes. Of winter. Correct. So it's a time. It, it's not so much a, a oh, yes. force that makes that happen. The most commonly held belief is the amount do of you time. Mean a, f- a force. Um, what, what mechanic? A curse. Something else. Uh, yes. What We're... drives the sky to that state? Well, oh, we do not know, sir. That would be something that perchance the uh, professors of the academy might have additional thoughts on, but we are uh, simple people of the slums. The inner sanctum. 
It is adjacent to the cathedral. And I imagine we need a high-level pass to get there. The only people permitted into the inner sanctum are the brothers and the professors. Sometimes some of the uh, sisters are permitted into the inner sanctum, but... What about the merchants? No, no. Never. Not even merchants. The merchants in the Aeteros surround the inner sanctum, but... Um, How do you spell sanctum? S-A-N-C-T-U-M. Are uh, you, yeah, sank, tum. Yeah. It's not that I don't believe you, it just doesn't look right. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> uh, no, even the merchants are not permitted inside of the inner sanctum. But some of the brothers and sisters do uh, hold their weekly pilgrimage and leave the inner sanctum, and they do uh, walk through the slums, giving out additional foods and clothing to the needy. I imagine they take questions and speak to people as well. No. No? Not remotely, sir. Interesting. What is this cathedral to? Do? To? To? Oh, it's the Cathedral of St. Ostador. Of course. Oh, yes. he's a saint. Yes. But the they, patron saint of the city. But they're not sure what he did. What do you mean, not sure what he did? Kill an orc with a bone dagger? Oh, no. It's the song I heard. Oh, that's a joke. So they like to embellish. Yes, the... Uh, that's a horrible embellishment. Well, yes, uh, usually that song is one of the ways in the promenade of getting the new people who venture into the city to, I suppose, understand the admiration that we all have for Ostador. He performed different miracles, but never a stabbing of an orc king with a bone dagger. That is ridiculous. I knew it. <laughs> what, what sort <laughs> of miracles? <laughs> what sort of miracles? Yes. Oh, well, there are... There are a few. Um, they're mostly tales of oral traditions that have been passed down. There are statues throughout the city that honor those miracles. You saw one in the promenade. Yes, yes. Yes, that was the day that Ostador fed the poor. Doesn't seem like a miracle. Oh, well, um, when... The winter was at its harshest after he assisted in the reclamation of the city. Uh, the people did not have any opportunity to really go out and hunt for themselves, and it was Ostador's powers that gave the opportunity for the people to survive. Sure, we did this last session, and I probably forgot. Mm -hmm. um, and I just forgot what I was going to say. Never mind. <laughs> sure, we did it before, and I forgot, and I'll do it again and forget <laughs> it. I've forgotten. <laughs> gonna drive me nuts I guess you'll you'll see many of Ostador's miracles represented throughout the city in the other areas of the slums and inside of the Aeterost and I've heard stories of a statue inside of the the cathedral itself no you said the reclamation of the city oh yes sir. was the city lost yes indeed to what or who Oh, well, the city has, um, well, uh, as far as the stories have gone, the city was lost several times to, uh, raiding tribes of orcs and goblins. The city is incredibly valuable, and that was why, uh, eventually, story goes that Ostador was visited and told to come and reclaim the city. Visited by who? Oh, I don't know. I've never met Ostador. He was... He lived over a thousand years ago. 
could I derive from what I've studied? What? Who visited Ostador? No. Well. You just know that you know that Ostador is visited. You do know that. That is an informational thing that you are already aware of. But no, you do not know by what. Or by whom. Okay. Well, I think if we're going out in the woods tomorrow... I would not recommend we travel tomorrow. Uh, no, usually the first night, the first morning of Elsith is the harshest for snow. Okay. So... I would recommend you find work, though, if you do not have money to pay for your stay tomorrow night. I'm afraid I will be very uh, busy with new patrons, and I won't be able to to gift you a room, as I do need to make sufficient money to survive the the summer months. Yes. Yeah. Of course. Well, I think uh, we're going to go out and find work tomorrow. It might be good to get an early night's rest. Are there any uh, herbalists? Herbalists? In town? Oh, yes. There are a few. Are they in this district? <laughs> uh, there is one in this district. Uh, the Lady Serafina. And the Tattered Tome. I'm like... Going oh. off memory. So yes. Not, okay, that is it. Oh, yes. Sweet. The okay, bookstore. Yes, the Tattered Tome. Yes, you know where that is. Oh, yes, it's one street over. I can take you there tomorrow. Oh, right. We were on our way there earlier. Yes. Yes, yes. it was closed. Uh, yes, yes, because that's right. That's right. Katie should be inside of the promenade. Yes. Well, she should most likely be on her way back now, or have already returned to her, her home. It is quite late, and the promenade most likely will have been shut down by now. Yes, I will take you tomorrow. Okay. What's the bookstore called? The Tattered Tomes. Do you know of anyone seeking workers? Oh, uh, Ether, you could take them to the board tomorrow. Yes. There should be jobs posted. There are always postings on the board in this district as well as the others for people that are searching for various tasks to be completed. I generally do some of them on my own before I set out for the first time. So, are these posted by the wealthy, then? Not necessarily. They are posted by anyone. Yes? I had a thought in that. Are we able to post things on the boards as well? Of course. It's in Beggar's Market. Anyone is permitted to set up a, a stand for the day in Beggar's Market. And that is where the board is. So you'll be... You know, you will have to get your own way of writing and place things on the board. Writing? Well, yes, uh, paper and ink is expensive, sir. Oh. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Everything in Oshwamp has a price. Even your life. Even mine. Even Ethier's. Yes. How much would you value Ethier? It's not for now? sale. Agreed, but just because it isn't for sale doesn't mean it doesn't hold a price. It's a fair point. For Ethier's life, I... Well... For all he has done for uh, Benjamin and I over the years, I would... Pay a few gold. A few? 
<laughs> and how much to buy your silence? <laughs> A lot more. <laughs> but if you would like to take a rest for the evening, and I would uh, offer you breakfasts in the morning, and then bid you farewells. Farewell? Well, yes, of course. If you choose to return, I will continue to provide you services as long as you have payment. But uh, if you do not have payment, I will sadly not be able to hold a room for you. And a room costs how much a night again? For, uh, without a meal, seven copper. With a meal is? One silver, five copper. You should be able to find sufficient work for tomorrow to make enough money. Does the meal cost more than a room? Hmm? The, no. the meal what? is not just a dinner. That's why you're getting the breakfast the next morning. Oh. Correct. Oh, so I'm not getting That's why you get breakfast. Morning. Yes. Yep. Nice. Starving's fun. Mm-hmm. Yay. <laughs> Glad I got that chicken. <laughs> <laughs> if you need anything during the nights, your rooms do have a small bell. Just please don't ring them too loudly. Uh, you might awaken other guests or uh, disturb Benjamin. Benjamin? Oh, yes, my son. I'm gonna look around. You look around. I mean, she's still... She's standing with you all, like, in the general area of, like, the lobby of her inn. Oh, uh, Benjamin is a bit shy. Um, he has some reservations with strangers. As well as people he knows. Uh, yes, mostly Ethier. I feel that's good in Oshwam. It is. Uh, I've raised him to be, uh, caring but cautious. Is the best way to be. It is. Thank you. He's a good boy. <laughs> just, just the way. Paul's like, he's a murderer. <laughs> he's a murderer. Uh, no, Benjamin spends his days here with me, helping with uh, cooking, cleaning, murders at night. Yeah, he goes up, <laughs> goes up on the rooftops and beats the poorer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. Get Ghetto Batman. <laughs> Have a lovely evening. Uh, either their rooms are adjacent to yours. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And she walks briefly behind the counter and picks up three individual small brass keys and hands ones to each of you. Thank you. You're welcome, friends. Tie that up. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're quite welcome. Um, I'm. I'm happy at least most of you survived the first night. Four to five's good. I'm sorry Salt about star- your friend. Yes, well, he lied to me. she lied to me about the bone dagger. Oh, well, let's... And the song backed it up. Ah, uh, yes, again, that is uh, probably why Jerky made up that story, because it is, you know, a, a bit of a silly phrase and a silly song, but it gets the people excited. I stood there confused for five minutes. Ah, uh, yes, um, perhaps a little bit too in debt into the uh, story she might have been. I imagine Jerky was well known through Oshwamp. Not incredibly well known. Uh, Known between the merchants and the other store owners, Jerky was a courier. When the winters would get harsh, uh, Jerky withstood the cold better than most of us and was quicker paced. Hmm. So when we were unwilling to venture out during the harsher days, but we needed a message sent, we would send Jerky. Jerky was certainly troubled, but I would not say that she deserved death. 
unless she we do not know did something terrible truly terrible Heinous. sometimes ether deserve doesn't have anything to do with it in Oshwap. yes I know all too well good night my friends I must get Benjamin to bed okay she good night and walks back through the kitchen all right I'm gonna cast a cat crafts again just look at the weather mm-hmm yeah it I'm feels gonna like lean very close again same blanket of black night and then you can see incredible tumultuous downpour blizzard style of heavy snow very thick and I believe is that for the next through 24, 24 hours. hours three seas mm-hmm and it stays that way yeah for eight months well for the next 24 hours yeah just... I mean the the thickness and density of the snow for right now will be only that means for 24 hours then each day after that I have to roll on the environmental effects tables and we'll <laughs> see so what I happens I could just get screwed and have it be blizzarding the entire time and then you don't blame me because <laughs> it's not my fault it's the table's fault it's mm-hmm. random chance you chose to use the table to blame you <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it's gonna be real rough the second day of Elsif. I will take you to your rooms. Thank mm-hmm. you. Right, yes, and sleep please. for forty-eight hours straight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll walk them okay. to. Uh, so to yeah, their you rooms. go up this, you know, like decrepit set of stairs that lead you up a small L shape where it angles very harshly at a ninety-degree angle, and you, and you can discern that you are now over the area of which the bar and kitchen would be, and the counter and like foyer and everything. Um, and your room is the first on the right, as it always is, and they have the second, third, and fourth on the right all adjacent to you. Yep. So you occupy most of the rooms on the right side. As you look down the stretch of the hallway, you can tell that there are about eight rooms on each side, so only sufficient for 16 rooms of people. Mm. And uh, what number was I? Uh, two, three, four. Okay. Just okay. to make it simple. I, I unlock my door and stand in the doorway. Mm-hmm. Uh, after breakfast tomorrow, we will venture to the bookstore and then to find work. For you all. Okay. All right. Good, good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Take my way to my room and everyone settles in. So I um. Kill them all. No. Uh, would <laughs> I? I assume try? I would be aware when things have happened at the gallows. I assume there are still guards nearby that would be able to tell me what happened. Uh huh. Okay. I'm going to leave and go to the gallows. Mm. <laughs> Thank you, Don. <laughs> I'm gonna spend some Something time. Something I would do. So turn in my pass into a necklace if I have like okay. rope and stuff like that. Okay, and preferably in a way that like it can't be visible, yeah. easily taken sure. off. Sure. So it's it's tightly tied. We'll say that you like have a triple knot or something along the back of it to make it where it's difficult, and because it's rope, it won't just easily snap off should somebody grab at it and pull it. Uh, and Don, I will say to you that you know that there is an additional thing that is usually available the subsequent day for news in Oshawa. Okay, then I'll just... Yes. So, yeah. yeah. I'm assuming you know what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you're fine. I All got right. you. So I'll do it tomorrow. Bones? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Bones. Bones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll go to sleep then. It always comes back to bones. Mm-hmm. It's gotta be the bones. So everyone takes a very... Satisfying long rest. Your rooms are very small. Um, consider the size of like the bathroom here because you don't have a bathroom in the room. It's literally a small cot and a small little dresser. So we oh. cannot double up. The yeah, I was. That was gonna ask. No. <laughs> in desperate times, you could have 
two people sleeping in the bed together just very uncomfortably, mm-hmm. but desperate times would call for desperate desperate measures. I'm assuming that would not be a... Uh... It would be a disturbed long rest, yes. If desperate times call for desperate measures. You could switch off if necessary. Yeah. Yeah, you take the... I mean, also, the day. two of you are elves, which mm-hmm. should only require four hours of meditative rest instead. So, as an aside for you, if you did hit a desperate point... The two of you could bunk together in a similar room, alternate your four hours, yes, and still satisfyingly both have a completed long rest. Yeah. That doesn't require sleep, like, laying down either. No, it's just meditative. Yeah. So, okay. And we all rest for the morning? Yep. Okay. It's the subsequent morning, first day of Elsith. Uh, As you all awaken, we'll just assume that everyone comes down and gathers into the the small foyer, the area where there is a pair of larger circular tables, um, the dining area that she has available to her. It is not large. It is obviously not sufficient to support an abundance of people, not even 16. So you can tell that your meal, if you sit and there are other patrons, they will be sitting with you. Okay? So the tables are not, they're very large, but this is all she's got. Mm-hmm. Uh, so everybody, it's like a, um, like a mess hall kind correct. of. Correct, mm-hmm. yes, absolutely. Uh, so everybody has a seat. Uh, a, a few moments later, Elisa and little boy Benjamin start walking out. You can see that she's got a large wooden tray with four smaller bowls on it, like little wooden cups, uh, smaller than the wo- uh, mortar and pestle we have back yep. here, but approximately that size and like depth. Like the little cups? Bigger than those. Bigger than those yeah. cups. Yeah, I mean... What about those ones? Uh, honestly, probably like the candle would be more akin to it. Oh. Okay. So this way you can tell that it's it's sufficient for a satisfying breakfast for mm-hmm. you. So all of you, because it is the morning, uh, all of you advance in your stages for your survival. So you have plus one hunger, plus one thirst. Uh, however, because you're going to have a satisfying meal, you don't need to worry about actively keeping track of that one for right now. Mm-hmm. But as the day progresses, those conditions are going to begin to take effects. Do I have enough chicken? <laughs> I mean, from enough chicken for an additional meal for you yes. or to satisfy the owl? Because it's a new day for the owl as well, and the owl will be hungry. Yeah, <laughs> you, you've both gifted yourself pets that you need to care for, all of which need food, water, and rest, and resistance to the cold temperatures. <laughs> <laughs> so how much chicken do I have? I'll say that you still have six ounces of chicken, where if you want to give two ounces to the owl and then eat four ounces for yourself, I'll say that that is sufficient for the two of you. So we're still stuffed and quenched because we've eaten? Correct. Okay. Yep. Also, by this point, my hair has turned completely white. Mm-hmm. All my clothing is now white. basically a... Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to touch your hair immediately. What? It's it's changed. Yes, that happens. Also, it's now wet. Yeah, he's. I'm constantly just a little bit wet. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get that quoted, please, Chad. You can just. Oh, water gun! Let's get Paul in there. I'm constantly just a little bit wet. Please, let's get that in there. You do let's realize? Get that in there. Thank it's you. not constant. It's not constant. It's, it's constant. Not... It, is, it is not constant. Because I was, in, you 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 realize you're going to freeze, right? <laughs> oh fuck! You're going to be covered in ice all the time. Yeah, 
Did we did we consider this? Yes. Okay. The ice, <laughs> the ice may help protect you. Ice resistance. It's harder to break through than skin. <laughs> um. Um, would I assume that in my payments, uh, I'm also given a small amount of food for my crow? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Absolutely. Great. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is it a raven or a crow? Because you keep switching. I thought it was a raven. Uh, yeah, it's a raven. Sorry. Right. Ravens are the big ones. Bigger right? ones. Yeah, it's a raven. Yes. Yes. All right. Phew. So like, yeah, I said raven last time, and then you said crow. Well, you have a... Yeah. Oh, no, you have an owl. And... A raven is like yeah. a bird of prey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A crow is like a... Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's it's a raven. Scattered. Like, yeah. But it's a group of ravens still a murder? Yes. Mm-hmm. I believe so. Mm-hmm. They're the same uh, family, I believe. Just... Different species. Different species, if I'm not mistaken. Thank you, Leo. Mm-hmm. I'm not super familiar with... Welcome to Not Great RPG Bird Talk. <laughs> Listen, if anyone, wants to, if anyone wants to talk about different species of birds... Message Sarah on Instagram, please. <laughs> I don't know that much, but always, always happy to... Bird's got feet. Yeah. Is his feet his eyes? <laughs> it's got bird face, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you all have a satisfying, bland breakfast of... <laughs> <laughs> Alright, guys, I tried. Don't worry, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help put that back on. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's okay it's for comfort wet. if you want to leave it off I totally understand I'm it not going to make anybody wear an uncomfortable aspect stay on my head I'm sorry I can't look down at my notes without a falling <laughs> very good Paul uh, yeah. ah yes so everyone has a, a comfortable bland breakfast it's warm it's refreshing it's you know satiating uh, again the quality of satisfaction is not you know not dramatic um, but yeah you are Prepared, I guess we'll say, for your first day of adventure Great. into the city of Oshwamp. As you look outside, uh, you can see that the areas of the alley, the clay that is in front of the quiet night, is laden with several inches of snow, even in the city. You can see that there are already dozens of very poor folk that look like they have tattered and ripped shredded cloaks, like fur cloaks that are outside with large metal shovels digging the snow into wagons and beginning to pull them away, clearing the streets of Oshwamp. And you can see that outside it's very cold. Is it still snowing? Yeah. Great. Shall we go to the Tattered Tomes then? I will take you there. Uh, Perhaps we should go look for jobs first. That seems to be more important. I would agree. I would like to eat. Understandable. Okay. Yes, I will take you to the board. Uh, so I will lead them to the beggar's market to mm-hmm. our uh, our board. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to the tattered tome. You want to go towards the tattered tome? Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Uh, so give me one second for map chan. <laughs> Do you want the board? I had the board. Oh, I didn't realize. Yeah, they're on the ground. Okay. Uh, I mean, so I will tell you that the beggar's market is only a few buildings down from where you would be leaving at the quiet night. So it's on the way out of this alley to the... towards the entrance to the next alley up okay. over towards so where the tattered tomes is. Yes. Yeah, so you okay. would literally be passing it anyway. Okay. Okay. So yep, you walk over a few uh, buildings. You pass back. You pass. Uh, buy some, you know, again, ramshackle homes where it looks like patchwork roofs, a lot of thatched pieces of, like, hay that are, look like they're mud, 
mudded together. Uh, there are pieces where you can see larger frames of timbering wood that look as though it attempts to provide beneficial structural integrity to like the peaks and the heights on the edges. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you approach a small U-shaped area that is filled with small wooden stalls. They look very broken and dilapidated. Essentially, all that is left is the exterior perimeter, like sh uh, structural integrity, like shapings. There is no protection underneath. The canvas is on top of it that are held up by the pillars of wood. You can see that the canvas is fur-lined, and a lot of it is ripped open and basically shredded. You can see that there are about 10 of these stalls here. Uh, there are not people here yet. It is very early in the morning. But you lead them to a small wooden board that is nailed into one of the stalls. The board. Here is your bounty board, friends. While we're no. this, you can I just have, read it aloud if you want. I do have a question. Yes. Is the um is the food that's created using create food considered magical or non-magical? Magical. It is considered magical mm -hmm. food. You want to read them? Oh no, we have to do we have to give them two gold to do this. Okay. Did you write these? No, uh, Kelsey did actually. Oh, my goodness. Did you age the paper? Did you already have to age? This the is the printed stuff yeah, that printed he stuff. has. Uh, all right. So first one. One of my patrons was shouting about knowing who the jackal is. His head's worth twenty gold. So I'll give you the information for a small fee. Harold of the Homestead Inn, one gold. That is the fee for the information from Harold. So it costs one gold to get the information Correct, in order and to potentially Ether, make do you 20. know who the jackal is? Uh, no. No, yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> I am not familiar with the jackal. I am very familiar with Harold. Oh. Yes, he is a, he's a kind man. He's always willing to tell a story and share a drink. Uh, for a price? Well, he will tell you stories. For that, I would perhaps recommend we go speak with him during the evening when he is a little bit more drunk. Ah. He may be a little bit loose-lipped mm -hmm. at that time. Understood. Uh, second one. A body was found in the alleys behind the toasted lady. If you know anything, please come forward. You will be rewarded. Uh, Elsie Dayguard. Five silver for information, eight gold for culprit. Hmm. Where, do we know what the, I guess we don't know nope. what the Toasted Lady is. Mm -mm. I don't either. Nope. Someone um, did and someone's no longer alive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That's a good one. A Toasted Lady. Nice! <laughs> <laughs> Please, these rats are driving me mad. I'll give two gold to whoever can rid me of these vermin. Laura of Heartstrings and Threads. Now we're playing D&D. Let's know, go that fight one rats. Is done. I might be able to do that. Uh, I don't think so, but let me check. No. Oh, you... oh, oh, yes. yes. <laughs> as far as uh, who who that is. Yes. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Ashtray. That's Ashtray. Oh. Got the southern mice. <laughs> I'm glad I did that voice. These damn rats! <laughs> I didn't read the, the, the name before doing that either. Uh -huh. So that's well written because that, <laughs> that is the south. That's, very that's why funny. she's got that one. <laughs> I know who this one is too. Uh, someone is mugging my customers and now no one will come to me shop. Find this bastard and I'll give you six gold. Christian of the Enchanted Forge. I know who that is. Mm -hmm. Are these, uh... Mm -hmm. I, I'm, I don't know what... 
are, you don't know who these are, who these people are in the streams, but I reached out to them to see if it was okay if I used their names as NPCs in Oshwamp. Oh, that's cool. So okay. this way, each awesome. of them has like a, a different person inside of the city that they are, and has like motivations and quests and things associated with them. Interesting. We're gonna murder them all. Uh, the next one: some sly fuck thinks he can dodge out on his tab. If you can find him, I'll give you a cut of what he owes. Luna of Growlers, five gold. <laughs> Shit. Okay, next one. Uh, my next shipment is too large for me to deliver. I'll pay four gold if you safely get everything through to Sister Madeline's Katie of Tattered Tomes. Mm -hmm. That's convenient because we're going there. Yoink. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. I know who that one is too. Mm -hmm. uh, a report was made that a suspicious person was seen sneaking around the waterhouse last night. Information will be rewarded handsomely. Calamus Dawnguard, one guard for information, ten gold for culprit. Who's got high deception? <laughs> uh, I think a customer soul stole some of my experimental potions. I need them back before he dies. <laughs> Serafina of Serafina's finest two gold. Just, just give me, just <laughs> before I like that one. Dies. I want that one. What <laughs> <laughs> <But> this one? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do the rats. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I should be going alone. I, mean, I don't know if you we, should go alone. Oh no, I just, I just. <laughs> yeah, this I don't is know a, if anyone should go to anything alone. No, no, but these are removable and we can hold on to them, correct? Yeah, correct. So now nobody else can do it. Yeah. Haha. -ha. I'll take Harold's because you know Harold. I'll go there later. Yep. Well, what should we do first? Well, we're, we're to gonna go to the tattered homes anyway. Might as well. I, I will say with some confidence that I, I think the rat problem might be something I can deal with as well. <laughs> what? Why is that? I mean, Are you good at crushing them? No. Just, you know, <laughs> no, and I'm going to stomp I, on the ground. You I, know, can really, probably, uh... I can probably just talk to them and make them go somewhere else. Oh. It might be someone else's problem after that, but... Fair enough. It'll work out for... Us? Is that Laura? Laura. <laughs> <laughs> I wish she was awake. So do Get I. these rats out of my place. Charles. <laughs> you all tell me what you want to do. Like I said, I, I direct nothing in this yep. one. Shall, the, shall we go to the Tattered Tomes? To the yes. Tomes. I also yes. would like to uh, visit the the uh, herbalist, Serafina, mm -hmm. at some point as well. Yes, Dom, she do, you know where the Sarah, do you know where Serafina's finest is? Uh, I don't, think, I don't so. think so. I don't think so. We can ask strangers. I mean, you'd be I'm... able to ask other merchants in the town. Those yeah. would be the best at directing you. I will tell you that. Yep. Uh, all right. I will uh, start walking us into the next alley, into Thieves Alley, uh, three buildings down from the overflowing barrel. Okay. So we start making our way towards the Tattered Tones. Uh, as you get into the center area, at the edge of the alley, uh, the long, long pass that leads towards the gallows where the clay was previously gray now because it is so snow laden you cannot discern where that ends any longer um, but as you're walking through you can see that there is a small boy who is standing in the snow I with... grab my <laughs> <laughs> give me your pass again <laughs> now you can see that there is a small boy who has like a very tightly wrapped little fur cloak where it's laden much like yours at the, the neck and down the center of it. You can see that he is wrapped and wound very tightly. 
across his shoulder, you can see that there is a thin strap that edges edges into like a satchel at his side. And you can see little wrapped up papers. Oshwap! Daily Oshwap! Five copper! Get your daily Oshwap! Uh, am I familiar with this person? No. Okay. Uh, I will take one. Hey, mister, you want one of the papers? I do, yes, please. Of course, of course. Five copper, sir. Yes, of course. Thank and you. I take out five copper and hand it to him. And he unfurls one and wraps, like, pulls the mm. twine apart and gives you mm. the daily Oshwamp. Mm. Mm-hmm. Let me uh, take my five copper out. Mm-hmm. E- Ether, what is that? Uh, so I'm familiar with this at the very Correct. least. Correct. Yeah, you're familiar with the idea sure. of the Daily Oshwamp. You don't usually buy it because you don't usually have a reason to. You keep to yourself. Okay. Uh, this is something that's... Is this Daily? Mm-hmm. Okay. I assume so with the, the name, but you yep. never know. That's uh, <laughs> weekly. The Daily, daily Oshwamp comes out once a month. <laughs> this is the news that is given about the city, the goings-on, the things that happened the night before. I would like to check if perhaps our temporary companion might be on here. It's possible, I suppose. Uh, So I will read this. There are several rumors. Uh, Pair of peculiars arrived during Estifer, possibly magical intentions unknown. Unsure slums location. Wonder who that is. (laughs) Wonder Pair of peculiars. Wonder who that is. Hmm. Yes, are I'm you, human. Are you sweating or is that just wet? <laughs> are you sweating? Just little beads of water like... just on yes, your Yes, I'm foot. actually quite warm. My temperature is maxed and it will stay that way because I'm warm and sweating. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> or is it just nerves? Uh, jackal strikes again. Fearful citizens turn to Nightguard for help. Promises of extra watch. <laughs> is that in quotes? Yeah. Uh-huh. It is. <laughs> Uh, firewood retrieval catastrophe expedition into Fellwood fails several dead wood supply scarce <laughs> that's not good Wait, well, can, you, can you read that uh, I'll, I'll fire, take it from you after firewood retrieval catastrophe mm-hmm. expedition into Fellwood fails several dead wood supply scarce that happened before the storm right I assume as they were returning um, as I'm as I'm looking over Ether's shoulder do I notice how it's written? Mm-hmm. Fancifully. It looks very nice. Yeah. Can I match it? Does it look like... Does it look nicer than my handwriting? Yes. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> this looks like genuinely there's a calligrapher that exists somewhere in the city that their responsibility is the Daily Oshawam. Well, the okay. one thing I can say is John didn't write no. this. No. <laughs> because no. it would have been unreadable. Because I can read it from here. Yeah, I can read bing, it. So bing, bing. <laughs> I'm That's the news! Uh, I just wanted to see what it what it looked like. Yeah, John didn't write it. You wouldn't be able to read it if you did. I wrote the spooky ones. Okay, so... <laughs> oh, great. So you won't be able to read that. <laughs> With, like, a P backwards. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, um, so the Chronicles... Eight-year-old girl murdered in streets of West Slums on final night of Estfer. Terrified children led guards to culprit. Troubled tabaxi found with murder weapon. Nearly escaped execution by peculiar means. Unknown potential accomplished magic user. Culprit captured by courageous citizens and justice was swiftly served. Nice, nice words there. Peculiar. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Seems as So when if it becomes that? known that we're magic users, we're going to be tied... <laughs> To the potential escape. Yep. Uh, who knows? It's, There's a lot of people in the city. Yeah. You don't know how many are magical. It seems as if uh, 
Our friend Jerky has killed a child and been killed herself. She was well, only a child well, herself. Good thing we aren't friends with a child murderer then. Yes, I... And I'm just going to look at all of you like... <laughs> well, and I... Wouldn't say I was friends. I do not need to find out what happened to her, nor do I need to inspect her corpse. Is what's written in the Daily Oshwamp always true? Uh, I would assume generally. I I mean, (laughs) you know that traditionally the Chronicle is something that is factually based. Sure. Uh, The rumors are exactly that. They're rumors. They are going reports of things that are going on in the city, very akin to the bounty board. But instead of somebody placing something on the bounty board, the Daily Oshwamp is just a report about something that has gone on. So rumors, it's usually statements from citizens. Okay. Yep. So... That's the kind of thing where, like, if we're investigating something, hit or miss, there might be some. There might be something in yeah. the Daily Oshwamp. Could be. There also might be other things of value to you in the Daily Oshwamp. Like, for instance, today, being aware that two peculiars were seen and notably in the Esfer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know who they would be. <laughs> well, you, you look human, so it may not be. Definitely not. human. It's definitely me. I'm one of them, for mm-hmm. sure. I don't know about the other. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh crap! Is it me? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, your that. your hair changes color. Nobody saw Ether, that. Ether, how are magic users treated in the city of Oshwamp? <laughs> it's would I not know? It's you, notable enough to be on I mean, the daily Oshwamp. You so I mean. know how you're treated, but you cannot discern whether or not that treatment is because of who you are as a sure. person in terms of your affinity with bones, the peculiarity sure. of your behaviors, your you know, more introverted lifestyles. Sure. You don't know whether or not you are effectively ignored by the guard sure. because you are magical. Oh, or so Or if you are ignored, ignored because of who you are. Yep. So well, so from what I know about magic users in the world, mm-hmm. would that I would assume that that would apply. You know from your life uh, that magic users are treated with a little bit more of a... a not like reverence, but appreciation and admiration because of what they're capable of doing, but still a sense of, you know, fearful anxiety because of the potential that magic can do. Uh, So they're seen as as blessed beings. Correct. Right? Okay. Yeah. I don't know anything. Correct. You, where you're from, you only know the beliefs of your little part of the world. Mm -hmm. Your tree land. Mm -hmm. And you only know your very small part of the world. I can only speak for how I am treated, which is generally ignored by the guard for the most part. But I am in a bit of a peculiar situation compared to most... Mm, peculiar. Stop using the word. <laughs> it's starting Can't to use the P word around me. It's starting like... to lose meaning at this point. <laughs> is there something wrong with that word in particular? Just Stop the... picking at how we're saying things. <laughs> Shall we head to the tomes, then? Yes. Yes, Yes, let's. Uh, Yeah, we'll lead them to the tomes to meet Katie. So you head towards the tattered tomes? Yep. Okay. So, yeah, you arrive, and you can see that it is a smaller, run-down, cabin-looking building. It has well-patched areas on the front of the face where larger um, intersected wooden beams have covered little holes in the areas that were once broken. 
Um, you can see that it has shuttered windows, where it still has like the glass and everything intact, uh, but the shutters themselves look like they are broken off of their hinges and slightly uh, declining. Uh, and then you can see that it is a very dark uh, wood, kind of like what we have on our walls. Sure. And you can see that it has a mostly intact shingled roof. It is not thatched. It is shingled. And then you can see that... Is that different from most of the... Uh... Yes. Uh, and as you approach, you can see that the sign says Tattered Tomes, and beneath it is a small little wood burnt in open book. Yep. And the door is open. Mm-hmm. And you step inside. Uh, you can see that the area inside is mostly straight back, as though this is a longer like rectangular cabin, so you can see that it is only about two to three lines of long bookcases Mm -hmm. that extend back. They are jutted against the walls on opposite sides. It extends back, and you can see that at the back, there is a very small countertop, only about two feet high. And behind the countertop, you see poking out a small tuft of straight, light green hair. And that is all that you see walking back and forth behind the counter. You hear little <laughs> pattering footsteps, and you can hear the sounds of what seems like a feminine voice mumbling to itself. Uh, hello? Who's <laughs> that? <laughs> uh, hello? I can say that is accurate. <laughs> hello? And you f- feel these, like, you see these fingertips just kind of, like, crack into the woods. Oh. The wood on the top of the countertop. And a small little face <laughs> appears up, a little gnome woman, oh. <laughs> uh, with a little bit off to the side, so not a full witch's hat. It looks smaller, okay. as though it's you know one of the ones that have the headband attached to it. <laughs> so you know the small witch hat. Oh, like a teeny tiny. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> so it's got a small little crumpled black witch's hat. You can see that she has bright hazel eyes. Uh, you can see that she's got the collar of what look like black silkish robes and she has tiny little oversized like for her like you see she has tiny eyes and then very oversized like Sarah's large circular glasses <laughs> what is it what is your business hello oh hello are what you, is your business are you okay oh yes I'm very busy oh okay it's 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 twofold really twofold what's twofold our business uh, no, books are two-folded. Books and she begins walking back fold. and forth and pacing. One-folded? One you books? want a one-folded book? Well, they have to be folded once to close. Yes, and two-folded. You have books that I've close I've got two-folded books, yes. I'd love to see one. Okay, okay. And you can see that she just wanders back around and kind of like duck down again, ducks down again and disappears behind the little countertop. And she just pulls up this very large tome that occupies greater than the area of her face and just slams it down on the table like the countertop right in front of her. Two-folded book? How, how's that two-folded? And she opens the cover. One fold. Okay. And then she turns a page. Two-fold. And then turns another page. Three-fold. How many pages are in that book? 484. So that's a 484-fold book. It is. It's very special, sir. Five. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, because the cover. Six and eighty-six. Cover. 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 Yeah. And the back. Yes, yes. Clever, clever, all of us. Oh, thank you. You're buying this, yes? Oh no, I was just interested. May, may I see it? This is very heavy. Oh, you can put it down. May oh. I see it? Oh, uh, well, yes, of course. You can come look at it, sir. Oh, 
approach. You approach, and you can see that as you're walking up, you're tall, so the countertop <laughs> is essentially knee high. You're I'll, like, wow. I'll, I'll get down on my knees. Yep. So mm-hmm. I'm, I guess, still above, but mm-hmm. at a more appropriate level. Mm-hmm. Yep. So as you kneel down, you can see that the inside of the book looks like it is filled with very tiny, minuscule writing. So extremely large pages. This looks like handwritten. There's no title? Uh, Not on on the page that you are on, no. It does not have the title again at the top middle of it, like traditional books that we know. What what is this? What is this? What is this? Oh, but this is my book. I've been writing it for years. It's not done. And she, like... As she turns through more of the pages, you can see that the last, like, 20 pages of it are unfinished. I was going to sell it, of course. I would have told him the ending. Is it a story? Yes, a beautiful story. Would you have told them the ending before they read the book? (laughs) Oh, well, I guess I shouldn't have done that. Oh, well, I'm so sorry. Uh, You can't buy the book, then. Oh, It's mine. That's fine. (laughs) It's my book. Would you like to tell us the story now that it's not available? I could tell you the ending. I love the ending. Oh, oh how tell me the... the ending. Tell you the ending? Tell me the ending. I don't know yet. I'm still alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I see. Oh. It's a very it's good. It's a bibliography. It's your... <laughs> An autobiography? Autobiography. Damn oh, yes. it. Why did I say bibliography? <laughs> it's all the discoveries that I've had in my life. Like what? Books. So I you... found out about books. Wait, and so ever since then, I love you, books. Have you written about every book you've read? Yes. Oh, yes. Wait, so if I buy that book, then it's books and books and books. Yes. So it's many books for the price of one book? Yes, you could say that it's called the book of many books. That's Paul's fucking nut. (laughs) You can see as she's like flipping back through the pages, you can see that there are very small, intricate, detailed drawings in sections of the book. And as you're stand, like you're kneeling, so you're close enough to it, you can see a lot of the drawings look like it's her sitting with a book in her hands. <laughs> okay. So, so if she's, she's reading, she draws herself that, reading. That confirms the insanity. Yep. Okay. Have you um, read any books about beings being touched by uh, the celestial? What? What is the? No. Uh, last I heard them described was Bossamar. <laughs> I think I heard them described as something different. Oh yes, it's common to hear Dossamar. That's I think that's what I heard. Uh, oh, I've I've read of I've read of Asamar. Oh yes, oh, that, that was, was it. That yes, was, of course that you was the one. Um, Very clever, DJ. Yes, <laughs> um, I I have read of them. I've not heard them described as touched by celestial. I'm not sure what. That word oh, means. How have you heard them described? Uh, well, peculiar. Okay. That is that is the going phrase. I'm sorry, I don't mean any offense by it. You look a little um peculiar yourself. Uh, not like most of the humans I see. Yeah, I had an accident. Uh, yeah. What does I, uh, that mean? He got into a fight with me. Oh. <laughs> That's what happened to his ears. For <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, disaster. <laughs> oh no. no. I'm at 10. 12. 12. Uh, 5. Oh, Did you God. Have... <laughs> yes. Hmm. You don't look like you could hurt a man of his size. <laughs> Just gonna flex. <laughs> I mean, uh, not, not to again be too offensive to you, sirs, but um, I've, I've read very little about Asamars, um, but I've never heard of Celestials. 
That's just that's how I once heard it described by just people in woods. Celestials, celestials. Um, Interesting. Do you have any books here? It's a bookstore. Well, obviously, <laughs> yes. But I more, have this book as well. More in regards to the topic that I inquired about. To uh, Asimar? Yes. Uh, yes, of course. I have books, many books. About Asimar? Yes. And she begins flipping back through the pages <laughs> of her books and just like licks her finger and stops at a drawing. Here we are. I remember drawing this one. And you can see it's a drawing of her holding up a book like this. <laughs> and she's just like, oh my god. Out of curiosity, how much is your book? My book? Yes. Oh, my book is 20 gold pieces. How much are the other books? Well, it depends on the book, dear. I just pick one up. How about... <laughs> six gold pieces. Okay. How about you added a job to the board, correct? Oh, yes. Yes. If we... Or I were to help you with that job. Could I have that book? My book? Yes. Oh, no. No, 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 no. The ending isn't done. Well, you would have time to write the ending while I was... Are you going to kill me? <laughs> Why would I kill you? That way the book is ended. Um, how are you going to write the Would you the like the, of the book, book to end if... with me killing you? <laughs> uh, not at all. I, I obviously enjoy living. Okay. This is a very nice place. I'm surrounded by books all day. It must be... Warm. I'm just gonna take a deep breath in. It must smell. Oh, like yeah, very leathery. Very leathery. <laughs> Would you say compared to like some of the other, like the, the inn? Mm-hmm. Uh, is this place like warmer or drier? Than warmer. Mm-hmm. Is there like a fire going somewhere? Or? No, there is not a fire going anywhere. Do you have any other books about Asimar that I could purchase? Oh, well, I was going to just tell you what I remember oh, from yes. the previous please, book. Please, please. Um, again, I've never heard of this word, celestials. That is that is a new word to me. I must do some research on that one. Um, but <laughs> what are the chances that you didn't know the word celestial? Reasonings. Well, I guess you could say that Asimars, as far as what research and uh, knowledge is known about them, they're... Well, I, I said peculiar before, but it's because there aren't many. Um, there aren't many at all. Uh, the few that have been known um, haven't really lived very long. Why is that? Uh, different reasons. <laughs> very different reasons each time. Sometimes the gallows. Other times, um... The gallows? Were they killed for being what they are, or for uh, crimes? Well, I, mm, well, from what I've read, uh, they have something very odd about them, and what they do, and uh, people don't like it when they do it, and it scares them. It's understandable. <laughs> yes, and uh, some of the other Asimars that have come in uh, have, have done that, and, and they did not last very long afterwards. What, what is it they that do? they do? Hmm? What did they do? And you can see that she turns another page, and you can see that there is a tiny drawing of her, and behind her she has these thin, frail, skeletal, like, appendages mm -hmm. coming out from the back of her shoulders. They, they supposedly are cursed. They are cursed. You are cursed. And I just snicker. Is everything in the, in the <laughs> city cursed? Oh, oh, no, not uh, everything you. in the city is cursed. I know of very, very few things that are cursed, in fact. Uh, mostly just Asimov. 
Why are they cursed? Do you know? Is there any writings? I have no idea why Altamars are cursed, and that's why the, the idea that uh, celestials... Again, new word for me. I've never heard of it. But uh, knowing that there is... Celestials a, a synonym for peculiar. Is it? Yes. Oh. Well, I'll have to write that down. Have I heard of the word celestial? Okay. Uh, have I? No. How is that not that word not in any wait, lexicon? Yeah, how am I not? What? I've definitely never heard that word. I don't know. That so I'm words. just going to assume you're full of shit. Correct. Oh no, I've voided my bowels today. <laughs> what? <laughs> I've, I'm not full of... No, you're full of shit. No, no, I'm full of it. Voided, it keeps you warm, probably. I voided my bowels today. Um, I'm nice and not full of shit. <laughs> Did we get this woman's name? Yeah, Katie. Oh, Katie. 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 Oh, this is so. Also, um, have I ever seen a gnome before? Mm-mm. Uh, uh, so I'm. I'm, I'm imagine any of seen gnomes. Uh, he has seen gnomes. Don, you've seen a few gnomes throughout okay. Oshwamp. You probably, have not seen gnomes. But I can't be really surprised by anything, given that you know wings grow from my back. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What were you gonna ask? Oh, about the the, the shipment. Oh yes, I have uh, uh, some some books that uh, Sister Madeline ordered, and I need to get them to uh, her orphanage in Slums North. But I cannot get there myself. Uh, they're children's books. Oh, oh, that's very nice. Oh yes, I I don't really charge much for them, but I believe that it's important that the children learn to read at a very young age. I love books, and I want the children to love books. That's we, wonderful. We could take them for you. Of course, thank you. That would be very How, helpful. Uh, we, we are permitted that. access to yes. North District with our pass. I grabbed my pass again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, yes, you can all get to the North? Of course. Very good. Very good. Katie, I'm like, are you familiar with many of the other merchants in this district? I know almost all of them, yes, of course. Uh, do you know Christian of the Enchanted Forge? Ah, uh, yes, um... What race is he by chance? Because <laughs> I have one in mind that I'm very much hoping that you've picked it. He's a dwarf. Yes! <laughs> oh, good. I was hoping you memed the fuck out of CMS by doing that. Uh, yes, he, he's, uh, I guess I could say, a uh, snarky little dwarf. A bit of an attitude about him. Um, does he feel uh, any type of way about a man named Tom? <laughs> yes, he killed him. Oh! <laughs> Oh, good. I was hoping so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. That's very good. Thank mm-hmm. you. I absolutely I'm, love it. Oh. This like whole time, I'm like kind of kneeling down, just like, mm-hmm. yep, like staring mm-hmm. at this yeah. this gnome. Yeah. Uh, like I said, she's she's pretty. She's you know, um, again like, like the light green hair, like long, a little adorable crumpled witch's hat. The I'm crouching eyes. down, like mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. just like. You look a bit different than the other elves that I've seen. She is oh. cursed. She is an Asamar? No, no. no. Celestial! I'm kidding. Oh, that's right, Celestial! No, she, is, she is not an Asamar. I just start giggling. <laughs> I definitely am not. She is simply new to the city. You have not seen her before. Oh, wow. Uh, wait, wait, where, where did you come from? From... <laughs> I'm gonna keep doing it! Abeth? <laughs> Abeth. I was like... I keep in my head. I keep pronouncing it like six different ways. Yeah. So when I go to actually say it, mm. the word just doesn't come out. Mm-hmm. But no, I'm, I'm from. Is it the Avith Woods? Correct. Yes. The uh, the Avith Woods. Yes. Okay. 
Those sound beautiful. I've heard of those. I've read about them. Yes, they are quite quite beautiful. Yes, some of, some of the some of the other elves that have been from uh, Feyorn. Yes, correct. yes, beautiful city. Name. They said very very beautiful city. Main, mainly elves. Yes, there. Very, yes, mainly elves. Very few others. Oh, maybe a handful of humans. Very good. That's very nice. Dwarf or two there, but certainly no tabaxi or what, Asamar? The Asamar? I'm unfamiliar with them. Oh, yes. uh, The only ones that I've ever met, uh, uh, they've told me that they're from a different village. What village? Uh, Ryak. Oh, really? Yes, that's where all of them have been from that I've known. Interesting. Yes. Is that where you're from, sir? I'd, no, I'd rather not. You'd rather not be from there? Yes. So you are from there, you'd just rather not be from there? Oh, no. Oh, no, you would rather be from there. No, I'm not from there. You're not from there. No. Roll for deception. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm a 19. Oh, oof. 14. 14? Okay, so, I mean, she can discern that you're just being a little bit secretive about your history in general. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say that she uniquely is aware that you are definitively from there. She might interpret it as you might have just traveled there, but she can tell that you are familiar with the village. Uh, I rolled a 21 on my insight. Okay, same thing. You're aware that whatever this village is, whatever you know of it, uh, you're becoming a little bit skeptical and curious about what this place is. Um, Where are the books that you would like us to take? The shipment? Yes. Yes. Oh, yes, of course. And she just kind of like points at the, the small little area right behind her, and you can see that there's a big wooden crate that is about four feet high, so taller than her. <laughs> and it looks like it is piled with little uh, leather-bound books. Are there, um, like, uh, handles? Holes or something that you that we would be able to, like, grip? Oh, yeah, with? yeah. It, when I say a wooden crate, I mean, like, it's the, the beams of wood where you'd be capable of putting sure, your fingers yeah. in between. Sure, yeah. the Covenant them. were good. Oh, yeah. Great. What? <sighs> Open me. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just try to pick it up and test the weight on it and see exactly how heavy it is. See I mean, as, as you pick it up, you're okay. It feels heavy and like it might eventually tire you out, and it feels like it's approximately sixty pounds, okay. sixty to seventy pounds, okay. between the weight of the wood and the books itself. That, that's sadly the only box I've got that's big enough to hold that many books, but it's bigger than me, and I'm, you know, can't really just grow out of nowhere, huh? Can you? You, you? No. You may be able to. That sounded... No, I've always just wished I could grow. I've read books about things that grow. Beans and such. <laughs> well, perhaps <laughs> most, if you lie and bury yourself with dirt, you will also grow. Oh, that's not how that works. Don't, I don't I could, recommend doing help that. Water you. And I yeah. just, like, drip a little bit. No, <laughs> I'm not a plant. I'm well, a gnome. Well, you never know. Never know. You oh, never, no. you she, never know. She is Wait, not. Uh, you never know. She is not a. Wait. She's not a plant. No, no. Yes, I've. I've seen many plants. Are you sure the hair? I can assure you that people that lay like in the ground do not grow. Grass. Oh. <laughs> it's also very cold outside, and not much grows in Oshon during the winters. I don't think I'd grow right now, anyway. Even if I could grow, but I, maybe in the spring I'd try. Should. Okay. Let me know Are how there that any, works. Any potions, perhaps? Potions. Yes. 
Potions that what? That can grow you. Cause you to to grow. I've never heard of anything like that. No, that sounds wonderful though. <laughs> I feel like I've heard of such such a thing before. You have? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. You don't know? I I I do not. Oh. But I'm I'm sure such a thing exists. That doesn't seem so so outrageous, does it? It seems outrageous to me. Well, my whole life I've always been this height. Would you be willing to purchase one if we were to happen to come across? I would love a potion that could make me tall. Look for potion. <laughs> <laughs> look for growth. Look for Viagra. Uh, <laughs> K- K- yeah, K- Katie. Yes, my sir. Would you like us to bring the box back when we're done? Please, I do need that in, in case I have a, a, a subsequent shipment in the future. I would love to be able to contact you all. Is there anything yes, you course. need from the North District while we're there? Need from the North District? Yes. Well, um, you could just ask the sisters how the children are liking the books that I sent the last time. Okay. I'm hoping that they all enjoy the stories. And your names, I... Sir? I am, I am Ethier. Very good and to meet you. Very nice to meet you as well. If you need... Very nice. <laughs> if you need additional shipments, you can find me most of the time at the Quiet Night. Oh, okay. Elisa's place. Yes. Yes, okay. I would I would send a message there. Yes, I am either there at the Carriage of Curiosities or out in the cold somewhere. Okay. Okay. Right. Mister? Oh, I'm Felix, and I'll extend my finger. And she touches your hand. Oh. Sir, um, I didn't want to say anything, but you feel a little not like the others. What do you mean? You're a little, um... Cursed. I'm cursed? I'm going to no. hit either. <laughs> <laughs> well, and a splash um, of water. Yeah. <laughs> but you, just, you're, I understand that you look different, and I never want to judge anyone just on how they look. I mean, you know, I'm a gnome after all, and, and some people have a little been put off by me, but you're, I've never seen anyone like you. Oh, well, I am human. You're going to roll for deception. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an 11. <laughs> uh, I'm a 6. <laughs> Whoa. Um, you're not like... Uh, did something happen to make you look like this, sir? Something at, at home? No. You've always looked like this. He uh, painted no. himself green. <laughs> no. Oh. I've um, changed over time. Were your parents changed over time? Yes. Oh, my. And I just looked down, so he is cursed. You're like confirming that with yourself. Like, yeah. oh man, I, lo- was... I looked different at birth, but developed more over time. What did you look at like at wait, wait, birth? Wait. You changed over time. Yes. How old are you, sir? Thirty. <laughs> so young. What? You s- do you say that out loud? Yes. Okay. What? Wait. But how old are you, dear? Uh. You done it's fucked up. <laughs> uh, 126? 20, 20, I've lost count, I think. <laughs> that is a lot of years. Well, yes, I'm an elf. It's not uncommon for us to live many years. Interesting. There are many elves in this. The dates from the quotes, they, they must go day and then month. Not yes. month. Okay. Correct. Because I was looking, I was like, wow, I haven't been coming here since June. There's no way. Like, <laughs> Sorry, that really threw me mm-hmm. off. Uh, well, uh, the, the, the elves that I know, uh, not many of them are quite that old. I am not that old. No? 
<laughs> no. You are the oldest that I have met. Probably. <laughs> Sir, any I'm, reason I'm quite, they don't I'm live quite young for my family. I take it no one in Oshwamp lives very long. Well, I mean, I've, I've been here many years. As what's, have I. What's many? Over, over 20? I've been here for 10 winters. Mm-hmm. Why? Why what? Why stay? Why stay here? Well, um... Well, I... I enjoy knowing things, and there are many things to learn. I've always wanted to get into the academy, but it's it's been very difficult. In the 20 years that I've been here, I've... I've never even made enough money to buy a slums east past. Is that how you can get to the academy? Uh, well, after... After you are accepted into the slums east, you must buy a pass into the Aderast, and then um, an exception must be made for you to be given a chance to visit the academy, or, um, well, not many people get to go. Oh, in, it's very rare. In 20 years, that it's... Is it so hard to accomplish that? Accomplish what? Getting into the academy? Yes. Oh, well, yes, of course. Like I said, I've, I've never known anyone else who's gotten to go into the academy. But again, I've only lived in Slums West the 20 years that I've been here, so I, I, I don't know if anyone from uh, Slums East has, has gotten into the Adirast. I would love to see it, though. It seems beautiful. So I'm not sensing much uh, opportunity for upwards growth in this... <laughs> In this well, town, uh, I mean, uh, books, books are but... books are a bit of a luxury, though, and uh, not not many can afford to purchase them, especially at the price that I would have to charge to to make it truly worth my time. I a lot of these books I'm selling not really at much of a gain for myself, and what I do gain, I try to make sure that I give back to the to the children. That's very kind of you. Well, thank you. I, again, I think that all the children should have the same the same love of of books that I do have. We should get the books to the children, so that way we should. they may yeah. do that. We should, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, thank you. If you just uh, take the crate, and like I said, if you could please bring it back to me later, I would really appreciate it. I'll be here all day. I don't really have any additional employees, so it's it's just me. Yes, of okay. course. Good to know. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'll do some research on these celestials. And she just kind of like disappears underneath her counter. Okay. <laughs> all right, so... Uh, Shall we take this together? Yes. 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 I, I'll carry it. How mm -hmm. much is the reward for this? Four gold. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to shift my uh, bag so that way it is in front of me. I'm assuming I'm capable of knowing how to position my stuff so that way people are not going to yeah. steal my shit. Yeah. Um, I mean, now that it is wintry times and it's very snowy out, yeah, heavy cloaks. everyone stuff, should be yeah. wearing heavy cloaks to be able to give themselves at least some sense of resistance and warmth against yep. this weather. Mine's yeah. built in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if I'm going to be carrying, you know, one of the sides of this crate, I'm going to position it so it is on the inside okay. towards the crate, so that way it's not able to be grabbed by mm -hmm. anyone. Alright. I can carry the crate if you would like. You can carry it by yourself? Oh, yeah. How much does it weigh? Like uh, I said, about 60 to 70 60 pounds to 70. with all the books and wow. the weight of the crate. I mean, yeah, it's it's dozens and dozens of books. Yeah. I would think it would be easier with help, yes? It may, but from what I've heard about the North District, it's dangerous. It may be good to have as many hands free as we can have. 
I would agree with that. I would be willing to keep an eye out and talk with the guards if needed. Okay, I'll... Yeah, I'll familiar with me. I'll carry the crate if you can watch me and guide her away. Of course, if one of you would be able to um, perhaps help and you could keep watch with me and we will split the gold. Okay, sounds My good. My perception is very good. So is mine. Which is mm-hmm. funny, considering that mm-hmm. I got thieved <laughs> right away. Mm-hmm. So we're heading out of Tattered Tomes? Yep. Mm-hmm. As we step out, I will bring my cloak all the way around to mm-hmm. kind of hide sure. anything that I may have. Okay. So everyone successfully obscures their belongings, and you step out again, and you can see that the dense, heavy snow is making it where it's difficult to have longer stretches of vis- vision. Uh, the world around you is very gray, so the sky has transitioned from that obvious black of the night into a very dull, continuous gray. You can see the clouds are beginning to affo- like form and appear again, so the sky is looking once more like the sky. Are there a lot of people around? Uh, not around, no. There are a few people who are walking along the streets here, and you can tell that a lot of them look like they are assisting in the daily collection of snow. Uh, but in terms of other, like, patrons or people like that, not really. Mm-hmm. It looks like the city is beginning to settle in. I'm gonna use Druidcraft to Look check, at the weather again? Yeah, check the weather. Dense snow. For the next 24 hours, then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Seems like this isn't, isn't going to let up anytime soon. Probably not. <laughs> so right. begin walking through? I will mm-hmm. continue. I'm um, just... Okay. I'm going to be checking the weather. Okay. okay. So we are continuing to walk east out of Thieves Alley. Yep. Um, as you walk to the edge, you reach the area where previously the, the gray clay had been. Uh, and do you remember how to get to Slums East? Or Slums North, sorry. Uh, I, yeah, I physically have it on my map, so memory, yes. Okay. Yeah. So, you begin leading them. Which alley do you remember? Um, oh, no. History check, I guess. I mean, I have stuff written. That, and that's the only one that you might know on that side. Okay, so Swindler Street. So, we begin walking. You begin walking them towards Swindler Street. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd prefer to go... Oh no! Yeah, that has the that has two shops that I'm familiar with, so that's fine. What for Swindler Street? Yeah. Okay. So assuming you... the names are above the buildings. Yep. Then, then yeah. So you walk out, cross over this area, and you can see that there is a small amount of a crowd that is still in front of the gallows. You can see that the people are standing there looking at the steps, uh, since it's. A little far away, you can't really discern what they're looking at, but you can see that they're looking at something on the steps. Do we want to continue down Swindler Street, or do we want to investigate the gallows? That's up to you all. We have a box of books. We should probably yeah, I don't keep going. Yep. Very good. <laughs> Damn. I'm curious, but... Not trying to get the book stolen or have us our stuff get stolen. Okay. So... Can I just... Yeah. Uh, I'm looking... Like, I'm, I'm not carrying books, personally, Correct. so I'm actively like scanning the area and okay. keeping an eye out for anyone who comes like close as okay. am I. to sure. us. Yeah, I mean as you're walking you're just you know, again, the pathways in between these mm-hmm. that's not definitively accurate. It's not five feet of yeah. space in the yeah. alleyways from one side of uh, shops to the opposite mm-hmm. side of shops. It's more like a 15 to 20-ish foot distance between okay. them. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're 
huddled together and you have to bump into people willingly. Mm -hmm. You have ample space to walk. So I'll say that you're walking, you know, two by two. This way you have people on, you know, Mm -hmm. a side of you each. Um, So as you're walking through, you begin passing by, again, homes. The homes look very boarded up. A lot of them look like, again, patchwork and ramshackle as the roofs are thatched and pieced together with large sections of mud. You can see that there are people outside clearing the snow from in front of their steps. You pass by what looks like a a couple of more active areas that look like they are shops. So as you walk in, you can see that about three buildings in on the left side is a larger store. Uh, Don, do you know this one? Yeah, the Reliable Bag. You can see that it's got a small sign out front of it that says the Reliable Bag. It is a larger uh, timber-framed plaster building. It's a single story. It does have a thatched roof as well, but it looks like it is covered in very nice-looking, detailed, like, fabrics and then intact selections of furs. But you cannot see inside. Yes to protect for uh, additional insulation. Like, they're underneath the area of the thatching, but you can see parts of the furs, like, poking out. We walk by the reliable bag. Um, I'm gonna ask Ether. Ether, do you, do you know where I might be able to purchase furs? Uh, yeah, one second, just let me work through my things. Uh, uh, the Tanned Man sells leathers and furs. Uh, you could also... Um, uh, the overflowing barrel may also perhaps have things that is more of a general store but there is some adventuring gear so there may possibly be some furs there as well as the reliable bag right here mm-hmm. uh, do, do you mind if we make a detour because I'm not wearing any fur mm-hmm. do you want to go in real quick only take a few moments I don't, I don't like the way you said that. I would, I would also... <laughs> I don't like anything about what you do. You, you, you shouldn't wait out here. It's only take a few minutes. Yes, I'll come don't worry about it. I don't want to wait on Swindler Street with a crate. Mm-hmm. Someone does goods. need to stay with the books. We can't bring the leave books them. in. Can I bring them with me? Uh, I'll see why yes. not. Okay, it's fine. Yeah. Yes, uh, mm, I will <laughs> warn you ahead of time. Please do not touch anything that you do not intend to purchase in a way that would make it seem like you intend to steal. Beatrice is very suspicious of people and takes her anti-theft policy very seriously. So what do not her, act suspicious. What is her anti-theft policy? I, you do not want to know. Okay, good to know. So we step inside. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to hold the crate of books. Okay. By myself, so that way Felix can go exploring. Okay. So you open the door. You can see that it's a very large open area where there are racks of clothing. You can see that there is large um, kind of like elevations of shelves on the sides of the walls back behind a small wooden frame counter. Again, very small, only about two feet high. And you can see that there is a small gnome woman standing here as well. She has short, wavy brown hair. It comes down to like a little bit below uh, her chin line into her neck. She has a small red scarf around her head. She has a freckled face, a pointier nose, and she has a green blouse and a white apron on. And she is just kind of like pointing at the directions of some belongings on one of the shelves. Like you can see that there are uh, little notches in the walls and some fur capes are hanging there. And some very cold looking disgruntled people are there attempting to purchase some cloaks. 
You can I, see that there I are four. Already, you can see that there are four on the wall, and there are four people here, looking to purchase cloaks. Okay, I'll step up. Okay, you can see that she's just kind of like pointing at them. That one's got bear. That one's very nice. If you would like one with bear, bear's the warmest. And you can see that the patrons are just kind of like elevating the cloaks off the hooks and inspecting the one that she has described as being lined with bear fur. Uh, what type of cloak do I have by chance? Uh, you have one that is lined with wolf fur. Uh, how much for the bear? The, oh, excuse me, sir. Yes, uh, the bear, fu- the bear fur, the bear fur cloak. Yes. Oh, um, uh, four silver. It's very cold out there. Yes, it is. Demand is very high right now. Yes. Would you like the bear one? Uh, what are the others? Uh, I've got three more with uh, some wool fur. It's a little bit less warm, but it'll still keep you okay. Um, that will keep you warm. That is what I have. And you venture out with that? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and how much for one of those? Oh, the wolf, the wolf fur capes are only two silver, sir. I'd be happy to give you one. Yes. Uh, do you have white? Oh, yes, of course. And she just kind of, like, grabs the one all the way at the end where it's got, like, it's a lighter white. It looks a little bit like the one on your the back of your chair. So it's got a little bit of gray on it. Uh, and she just elevates that down and holds it out for you. Ah, uh, yes, sir, two silver. And I'll take out two silver. Mm-hmm. And she takes your two silver. Ah, uh, uh, yes, it looks very handsome on you, good sir. Thank you very much, Umbra. Can I tell that it's actually what she says? Yes, it's it Wolfer. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, any other business for you? Any of you? No, no. I'm assuming everybody else is wearing mm-hmm. forever. Yep. Okay. All right, well, have a lovely afternoon, everyone. And if you need anything else, please stop back. Thank you. It's a reliable place here. Oh, thank you. Thank you. In the name. It is. You all step out? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. And we continue up Swindler Street. Yeah. That poor fourth person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As we continue up Swindler Street, uh, Don, you know the next one, right? Parsh? Uh, no, I don't have that one. Mm-hmm. The next street or the next... Uh, the no, next no. one that I have is the Homestead Inn. That's the next thing I have. Okay, so then, yes, as you're passing uh, a little bit more down this street... Uh, Uh, you pass by a small light wooden building There has a small set of ascending stairs up to a darker wooden door uh, shut with shuttered windows and it's got a log roof that looks like it is bound together and there are sections of straw that poke out beneath the logs like the circular logs that occupy this roof uh, and as you walk by you can see that it's got a small sign out front and it says Parsh's Thick Skin Which one is this on here? Uh, the, like, tannish roof. Uh, the little market building? Yep. Okay. You said Parshas? P-A-R-S-H. Two to the left of... Correct. Okay. Ether, do you know what they sell here? I do not, but from the name I would assume... Armor? Thick skin. Furs of some kind, perhaps armor or Leather, something. maybe? Or something more sinister, but I would assume it is pretty normal. And not the skin of people. Better thick. Yes. But with two C's. Yes. 
It is possible. possible. It could be Tabaxi. All right. Yes. Well, let us. So we pass by Parshas, mm-hmm. and then we go a few more buildings up. And Don, you can see that we pass by the area that you know is the Homestead Inn. You reach the eastern edge of the walls. Uh, just as we're as we're walking by the the Homestead Inn, uh, I'm just going to point Inform that out. Them. Yep. Yeah, this is the Homestead Inn. This is where Harold is. If we would like to check back later this evening to possibly find out information about the Jackal. Yes, maybe on Harold. Our way that back information to... will cost us, though, will it not? Harold, in the evening, he does like to share a drink and a story for... I Have I heard of the Jackal? Not at all. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just I'm sitting in my... I can justify this. Um, Harold does enjoy sharing things with people. I would imagine if we are patrons, the later the night gets, it is possible that he will tell us for free. It's a good plan. I think uh, after we drop off the books on our way back, we should we should stop there. Get, him, the get him drunk. Is what you're get saying. him drunk. Yes, and then perhaps head back to the... As long as the cost of the drinks does not, of course, outweigh the one gold. Yes. Which Do you know what the cost of a drink is in this in this area? Uh, I've been there, so I would assume I know. It's only a few copper. Yeah. He would have to drink a lot for it to outweigh one gold. We would we would have to drink. Harold the human. Okay, you've seen Harold. Will generally provide his own drink. Mm. We could of course treat him to a drink, to start the conversation. I think that to make sure he wasn't a dwarf. (laughs) I have not heard of this jackal, so it's it depends on if his information is something that we can rely on. It is also information about, I assume, killing someone, which is not something that I generally do. But the information may be worthwhile to the guards in exchange for a favor or gold. Thank you so much for the sub. We continue down Swindler Street. So we approach the eastern wall Mm -hmm. of Slums West. Still on the lookout. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um. You walk. I know. (laughs) That's good. That paranoia. Mm. You're going to wait for that to like subside a little bit and you're going to get me again. As soon as you falter in the slightest... (laughs) Uh, so yes, as you're on the eastern wall, you begin walking uh, north now. This is the area that you know will eventually lead you to the edge, where it will take you up towards Slums North. Yep. As you approach, you can see that there is first a path that is a gateway, where there are guards standing in front of another gated area where there is a portcullis behind, so there would be a lever that would ascend it. And Don, you know that this is the area that leads to the Aterost from Slums West. North of that, uh, a few, you know, maybe 60-ish feet, 80-ish feet up from that is an additional tunnel that is the pass that leads you to Slums North. Uh, I'll walk up to the mm-hmm. guard that is at the gate. Alright, let me hop to the beautiful morning guard of Slums West. Uh, okay. So... What's today? Okay. Uh, you can see that there is a pair of men uh, okay. standing at the guard here right now. Uh, Am one I of them. With either of them? Uh, yes. Uh, so one of them, you remember his name is Eli, uh, and the other one is beginning to walk away from him because he has just come over, obviously, to check in and see how things are going, and he is returning to his traditional po- uh, patrol. And Eli is the man now at watch for the entrance to Slums North. Uh, Eli is about 5'8, he's got short white hair, a thin, bony face. 
and blue eyes. Um, what day of the week is this? There's not days of the week, remember? This oh, is just right. like the first of Elsith. Okay. Your weeks are functions off sure. of the same I'm just 10 days. De- I'm trying to determine his schedule. It would go by numerical value. Okay, got it. So. This is the first day. First day of Elsith. Mm-hmm. And you can see that on his back hanging is a very large tower shield that extends from above into like the middle portion of the back of his head down to about behind his knees behind him and coming out from one side of it you can see the hilt of what looks like a sword you can't discern what type okay i assume he's familiar with me we've Mm -hmm. interacted before correct you've interacted with him a few times as you've gone because again with your journeys out that lead you north of the wall they're aware of who i am uh okay yeah i I walked up to to eli eli hello good morning good morning again mr ether um my companions and I have some books from Katie of the Tattered Toms. We uh, are taking them to Sister Madeline's. Oh, yes, of course. That's fine. Uh, you got uh, passes? Yes. Oh, yes. yes. Everyone brandishes their stones when they pass. I kind of just... Pull it out a little bit. All right, everyone. Uh, safe journeys. Thank you. Uh, be careful. Thank you. Are either we... these are new people? Yes. <laughs> Be extra careful. Today. They are with me. Today, specifically? Today. Yes. Today. What is is today? First of Elsith. Is that a particularly dangerous day? In the north, yes. (laughs) Yes, it's very dangerous in the north today. Normally I would have not recommended that we go into the north district on the first day, but as a group and... Carrying things for Sister Madeline, I assume that we will be okay. These are not of any particular value, as Katie said, they are a luxury. And the normal people in the the north will probably be fine with you, as you pass. Uh, just uh, careful for anyone that looks a little um peculiar. I wouldn't say peculiar. No, you uh, don't know why you would say that. <laughs> but You're um, going to prison. <laughs> what was he looking at more? <laughs> me or him? I mean, you look fucking weird. <laughs> uh, but I'd be more on the lookout for people who look a bit more well-dressed than the uh, regular northerners. What do you, what, Would you regular... say we are more well-dressed than... Yes. Oh, great. Okay. That's probably their first morning in the north and they're not going to wake up too happy. Great. That's why we are going early. Very good. I... I they should still be hungover from the Esper, so, uh, in and out. Yes. In and out fast. Yes. And, uh, if they ask you why, don't answer. Why what? If they ask you why, don't answer. Good to know. Thank you. It's best not to try to get into an argument with anyone who's been placed in the north. Placed? Yes, sir. Oh, you don't choose the north. You get placed there. Yes. What... What would uh, predicate someone being placed there? Depends on what they did during the Esfer. Great. Okay. Those that uh, have a bit of a, an unclean record might find themselves in the north. <laughs> Understood. So, petty crimes. Not anything. Sure. Petty. We'll call it that. You can see as he extends his hand back through the gate... And he yanks like the portcullis, and as it goes down, you can see a chain begins to whir, and he pulls his arm back quickly, and the gate behind him ascends. All right. 
I'm going to make extra sure that my pass <laughs> is safe. Uh-huh. It's like under my clothes against my chest. You're good. Yeah, mine's fully bundled. I'm I'm aware of the shit that goes on in here. As I walk past, I'm just gonna make sure to really, you know, I fuck the guard. Not say anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that a good idea? Good way or bad way? Just just, like, just stare. Thank you, Eli. We will be back shortly. Uh yeah, Ethan. Sure you will. We will. I always come back, don't I? If it's you each time you say it is, yeah. <laughs> Very good. Have you... Has he come back different before? No. Never. Insight? (laughs) (laughs) What? So, 14? Wait, why are you insight? Eight. Because he doesn't know what I mean. Eight. Eight? What'd you roll? 14. What'd you roll? Not enough. Uh, Well, I guess 11. 11? Okay. You can tell that he's just kind of like, he knows, and there is a running joke about yeah. Ether. in so the guards. He's, so he's making it So joke. he's fucking with him. Okay. Is Ether bullied? Yes. <laughs> it's not so much bullied, he's it's more, fun. again, yes, the idea of, like, Funny. whatever the fuck this weird dude does is his business, and we see him come back with curious things that other people would not think to bring home. Just yeah, like, they think I'm fucking weird and they just leave me alone because they don't want to fucking deal with whatever <laughs> I've got going so on. So like how our neighbors probably see us coming in and yeah, like costume 100%, and stuff. Yeah, 100%. And, and, and the 87 like, Amazon boxes that arrive a week. Yeah, and like costumes and shit. Yeah, yeah. 100%. That is, that is the joke. <laughs> so would you grant me it's because he's weird and they know that he's magical? Correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. We head through the gateway that about yep. 20 feet long of a tunnel that leads underneath the terrifying walls towards the slums north. Mm. Yep. And as you get to the other end, you can see that there is, I gotta hop to slums north guard. I'm so glad that all of these are in very detailed files so this way I can jump back and forth between like hundreds and hundreds of yeah. people that exist in this fucking world. I keep you imagining like yet? a... Yeah. Like a movie title screen. Just mm-hmm. like, slums north. Mm-hmm. Very good notes. I, I fuck him. Very good. Someone quoted that even. So you're gonna look at that and be like, "What?" What? I probably just stared. Yeah, that won't be that won't be a question. So (laughs) as you walk to the end, and you can see that you arrive at a gate, that there is a guard on the inside of the gate, standing here. What? So what exactly is this tunnel? Dirt? No stone. It's it's the underneath layer of a stone. So think like you're going through a traditional tunnel. At the end of it on the inside in the tunnel with you not in the district not in the district (laughs) is a guard Uh, you can see that as you approach him he looks uh, much shorter he is only 5 foot 3 he has coiled black greasier hair uh, amber eyes and like a full longer dark black beard Um, and you can see that he is standing with like a war hammer in one hand and a kite shield in the other and he is looking out into the district as you guys are approaching as he hears your footsteps he turns and just um all right uh bit early to get through to the north but if you're sure you're in the tunnel and he immediately turns hurry up now and he pulls the lever and you can see that the gate ascends okay so the gate only opens from inside to the side. Yeah, so I'm assuming there aren't guards on the other side? Oh, there are. Okay. <laughs> there are. Those poor guards. Good luck. Uh, thank, thank you. I we will suppose. be back shortly. We are heading to Sister Madeline's. Mm-hmm. Okay. We, we don't need luck. Thank you. Okay. 
All right. You walk through in the slums north. You can see that in slums north, there is no snow pickup. As you walk in, there's like 10 inches of snow already on the ground. It is coming up to, for most of you, like mid-shin, almost close to your thigh, and it becomes very difficult to wade through. As you're walking in, you can see that there are people laying what looks like in divots in the snow. So you can't see their bodies. Great. Oh yeah, welcome to. Ambush I told you this shit was cursed. Are they oh, alive? And you hear the gate descend behind you. And how many guards are near us? Near you as yes. you enter like into slums only, north. Inside the district. Uh, you can't see the entirety of the district. You can see. No, no, like, from where we just came from. Because you said there were guards on the other side. No, no, no. There was the guard that was on the inside of the tunnel. There's oh, no that's what I was asking. The, yeah. Oh, oh, no, I'm side. sorry. It was just oh. the singular guard that was and in here just, on the inside, and he was just, get in, good luck, goodbye. Okay. Yeah. Great. So you can see that there are obviously the dents of human bodies in the snow, as though snow has fallen around them, and they have just descended down into it, almost like... Deep snow angels. Are they alive? Do you want to walk up and check, Sarah? No. <laughs> well, as we're walking, are we close to any of them? So you begin wading through the snow, and it is very dense and thick. As you're walking through, you can hear what sounds like the cries of children echoing from certain areas in the street. As you're walking through, to the left of you, you can see that there are incredibly broken buildings where there's very little roof remaining, if there even is roof remaining. The insides are littered with snow. They are being cleared out by people who look as though they have not had a meal in some time. They look incredibly emaciated. They are just with their hands, frailly, shiveringly, pushing snow out of open, broken doorways out back into the streets. And you can see that there are children out here with families. They look all different varieties. So as you're walking by one home, you can see what looks like a small grouping of like dwarf people adjacent to them, assisting pushing out the same thing. The snow is small like humanoid children and a small elf child. So these homes clearly look like they are just an amalgamation of people that need a place to stay. So they are pushing snow out desperately. You're walking through, you can see that there are areas in which homes look burnt. Like I'm saying, dark, ashy wood as though it has broken down into the ground beneath the snow. And you can see that parts of these timbers look as though they have been desperately broken off to use for warmth. As though the homes of the fallen are now used for those who have survived. As you're walking through, you can see a singular shop. Uh, to the right of you, this is the one that Don does know, mm. if you want to... The Pawn Man. <laughs> uh-huh. As soon as I read it, I was like, oh, this is a good name. Mm-hmm. It is like one of my favorite business names that John gave me ahead of time. The Fucking Pawn, pawn Man. man. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh... Does he sell chess pieces? <laughs> Intrigued. I think you're probably correct in a in a different way. Mm-hmm. He sells people. I think it's probably chess pieces, but not armor. Ribs. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm oh, saying? Oh, <laughs> bones. Yeah. So, 
As you're walking through and you pass this area that Ether describes to you as the small store known that belongs to the pawn man. What is that? It, what? He pawns anything and everything. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> yep. You see, you as you're you got it. continuing to walk through, wading through the snow, the bodies of people as you're walking by them as they have slumped into the snow near you, a few of them you hear nothing. A few of them you hear disgruntled moans. Ugh. That sound like anguish. You continue to walk by, and you can see that up ahead of you, what looks like to the north, Don, you are familiar with this, is a large ceremonial area where a small, like a tall standing um, half circle roofed building of elaborate but mossy looking stone. A, a large graveyard where you can see now covered the heights of the half-circle tombstones that mark enormous burial mounds. Do we see any fresh ones? Fresh mounds? No. However, as you're wading in through the snow and your sight begins to extend, because again, I said it is dimmer visibility because of the heaviness of the snow, as you walk through towards the central area of Slums North, you see... Taller than the one in Slums West, a massive, 50-foot-long, 25-feet-high wooden structure with tall black stone steps ascending to it, and you see heights of wooden poles extending <laughs> up and hanging from the poles as the outstretched area are still swinging nooses in the breeze. With people attached to them? No nope. people attached to them. Okay. As you're wading through, you can see that people are hurriedly rushing around trying to get back towards smaller areas. You can see that there's a mess of confused-looking people that are standing, looking around, uncertain as to what is going on. They look disheveled because their clothes look like they are now covered in you know, fragments of snow and ice as they have just potentially woken up. You walk past the gallows, and you see in the distance... An enormous rectangular building with two high peaks on the edges and a higher peak in the center. Sister Madeline's. Oh. I'm not going to make that statement I almost made. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what you're looking at me. I don't know what statement you're going to make. Okay. I was going to say we got through without incident, but then I was like, oh no, then John's going to kill all of us. You should have never... Uh-huh. Well, I it's getting back. I didn't That's say it. I didn't <laughs> say it. I said that I was thinking about saying it. So you said it. Your character didn't say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> you so you're, said it. you're walking through. Okay. You're passing through areas in which, again, you see more broken fragments of homes. Homes that have been discarded by time or previous inhabitants. You're unsure, but these homes look burnt. Uh, again shattered and broken and you're unsure as what caused this again the timber frames that once kept these buildings together have now been broken off in most of the parts the few pieces of wood that are left look like they are wet and rotting and could not be used adequately for firewood you approach the building of sister madeline's and in the front you can see that it is two stories it is long and rectangular it looks like it is about 
120 feet in length. This is a massive, massive building, the largest that you have seen in Slums West or now in Slums North. As you're approaching it, you can see that there are shutters aligning the dozens of windows that are on the second story and the dozens of windows that are on the bottom. All the shutters are tightly boarded up with fragments of like X-shaped woods keeping the shutters closed. As you approach, you can see that there is a small half-circle set of stone steps that lay up into the tall wooden doors that have a half-conical arch right at the top. And you can see that the doors are currently closed. Is there a knocker? Mm-hmm. Pop, pop. You go up, and your hand immediately is chilled as you touch the cold metal. And you pull it back, and as you do, you feel a small fragment of ice that had frozen this shut break off and descend in front of your hands. And you slam the knocker. Speaking of frozen, how's Felix doing? We're okay. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm very curious about. You're just waiting I'm for fine. him to freeze. <laughs> huh. What? I mean, I yeah, I can move definitely. I just don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> and you smack the knocker into the door, and you hear a loud echoing, like striking noise at first, and then a dull thud. So when you strike the metal to the metal, it's a very striking, loud, piercing noise, and then a further thud from inside of the building and you feel the door in front of you slightly crack open and a breeze of warmth hits you in the face. And you can see that there is the face of a young looking humanoid woman standing here with like a white robe and a hood that is around her like cheeks. Excuse me. Hello. Hello. It's very cold. Uh, Can I help you all? Yes, we're dropping off books from Katie. Oh, Miss Miss Katie's books. Yes, yes of course. Mm-hmm. Um, please, uh, come in. And she takes a step back, and you can see that the door swings open behind. <laughs> oh. I saw I saw the expression. <laughs> what? This I don't know a, what you're talking about. Of some kind. No, I mean, and the heavy door opens behind her, and you can see that inside, it's dark. There's dim lighting, so you can see that there are torches on hallways as though they are stuck into the sconces of the sides of the walls. The interior walls are made of very similar stone to what we have for our lower portions here. As she steps backwards and pulls the door open for you inside, you hear the voices of children like echoing with laughter and the sounds of feet as though they are already running, hurrying through the deck. Cursed. <laughs> this place is actually cursed. Please come in. They're are just children. <laughs> That's why it's cursed. Please come in. Uh, the children it's, would... It's cursed with all the they'll, children. They'll adore the books. They're, they're very excited to... Does this sound like happy children? Like, yeah. not like... It sounds like they're playing games. Okay, not... I would like the inside check. I, I, don't like like you said, I don't like how you said that. Uh, it sounds like giggling and chuckling and merry laughter. Not 14. like, you know, creepy clowns. Like, yeah, <laughs> no, God. it sounds like joyous laughter. Okay. 14. Yeah, we're not. Yeah. This isn't sounds a like joyous house. laughter. Okay. I don't well, know. John wrote it, so. <laughs> yeah, and he smirked as he was saying the door opened, so. And as you all take your steps inside, and you can see the illuminations casting shadows out from the, the hallways that stretch downward. Is this like a stark difference from outside? Yes. It's very warm in here. It doesn't look like it is beautiful, <laughs> but it looks like it's well constructed and as though there is a sense of care in this building in terms of care for its maintenance. So 
As you all step inside, you can see that the woman who beckoned you inside pushes the heavy door closed, and you can see that she immediately relatches the front doors. Oh, uh, uh, thank you all for making such a terrifying journey. Uh, of course. Yeah. I very appreciated. The children will be very excited to see the you. The lock, is that to keep people out or keep the children in? Oh, it's to keep the children safe uh, because people in the north know that the children are gifted things from other areas. Uh, sometimes there's pensions for uh, robberies and mm. break-ins. Uh, we do our best to keep things as safer and hospitable for the children so this way they live. Oh, well, yes. Yes. And this way, the sisters and I were safe, um, as well. Okay. Rough area. Oh, so is she wearing like a nun, like? Uh, yeah. So you can see that out in front of her, um, she's got thin curl, like tight curled, mm-hmm. longer, light brown hair that extends out, like into the chest area. Uh, she's got a long, white robe that has blue trims along the collar, along the hood and along the collar that extends down, and then on the lining inside. And this is Sister Matt? No. Oh. Maybe. We didn't ask. You didn't ask. No. You said these children were gifted from other areas. Well, things are gifted to the children. Not that oh. the children are gifts. Oh. They are a gift. They're a gift to us all. But, um, no, they are gifted things to, you know... Uh, gifted. Think. Understood. Correct. I thought you meant the children were gifted things, not I that mean, they were gifted things. No, I consider uh, all the... The children that you we're capable I mean? of supporting that were gifted, right? are, are gifts in their own way, and they provide us an incredible merriment and joy and a light at our lives. Hmm. Where would you like us to place the book, Sister Madeline? Oh, yes. Oh, or Sister Madeline? No. Or oh. No. Oh, what I'm it? sorry. Uh, we didn't get your name. Oh, I'm Sister Lauren. It's very nice to meet all of you. You as well. I do not like this place, Charlie. <laughs> we, it's we, smug or a me. We do not wish to stay long. We must get back to the other district. Oh. Well, I understand. Um, the children will be disappointed, but very grateful that you'll have brought them their books. Thank you. Oh, yes, and Katie wanted me to ask, have they been enjoying the books? Oh, the last shipment that she brought a few, yes. a few ten days ago? Yes, mm-hmm. of course. Yes, the children really enjoyed those stories. Good. Read them all very quickly. Uh, we usually have our bedtime stories depending on who is on the night shift, but we, each of us will gather in the co- common area, and the children will have a seat and listen to the books and then prepare for beds. Um, As I do. Where is Sister Madeline? Sister Madeline? Yes. She is asleep. She's fucking dead. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know what gives you that impression. I only dead. ask because we were tasked to deliver these to, to her. Oh, well, Sister Madeline was up late last night. Doing what? Insight check. (laughs) Go right ahead. Mm. Suspicion. That's a 16. 17. 17? What was yours? 16. Yeah, you can tell that definitively Sister Madeline was up late. Sister Lauren doesn't know what she was up doing, but Sister Madeline is asleep in her chambers. Eating children. (laughs) Oh my god! The children are gifts. Sacrificing Like a nice cheese plate. (laughs) Selling children. Oh, and the leftovers go to the pawn man. (laughs) Right. The leftovers of the children and yeah. the cheese plate. Both. Okay. Anything. Everything. Right. Uh, Sister Madeline was the one who was up with the children who are new. Um, they were a bit uh, disgruntled at... Where did the children come from? Why do they stay here? The orphanage? This is an orphanage. 
Uh, yes. Oh. oh. Yes, we take in the children of those who lost their parents. Were the, the, the new children... The new children are children who just recently lost their parents. <laughs> I just snicker. Uh, yes, during the um, uh, the Esfer, uh, those who are sometimes placed in slums north are not very uh, acquiescent to that placement, and their lack of civility has them take a trip to the gallows, and the children are brought here, and we do our best to accommodate them and provide for them and give them an opportunity for joy. That's a very noble cause. Thank you. We do our best with the limited supplies that we do have. That is why it is so meaningful to us that some merchants in the city do offer gifts to the children as a way of providing what happiness for them they can still find in life. Now, is there anything I can do to help with the children? Not help the children directly. I'm terrible with kids, but... <laughs> oh. Um, well, donations are always beneficial. Uh, uh, firewood? Uh, food? Clothing? Yeah, I do have any, some food. Any donations would be appreciated. We've got over a hundred children here. I'll take one day's ration out. And here you go. Oh, thank you, mister. Uh, what was your name, sir? Nesgrim. Nesgrim. Pleasure to meet you all. Um, sir? Yes. Your name? My name is Ethir. It's a pleasure to meet you, Mr. Ethir, and, um... I'm Felix. Pleasure to meet you as well, Felix. And Ritora. Ritora. Of course. Uh, if you would please just bring the crate back with me towards the common area. Uh, some of the children are inside already playing and, um, beginning their days, but I'm sure they won't uh, try to keep you too long, but the crate will be... Very well received. Of course. So this extended right and left in very long hallways. Back behind her, you can see that there is a large, same size as the door that led to the inside of this mm -hmm. building. Wooden door again, as though this is almost like an, the antechamber, the like greeting area. Yeah. As she steps back and she opens this, you can see that it is an enormous square building that is laid in with many furs. And as you step inside, you can see that there are about six or seven children that are inside. Two of them have books and they are sitting there reading. The other four look like they are playing a game with each other with like a ball and they are standing in four cornered areas. And they are bouncing the ball on the ground back and forth to each other. Like four corners? Correct. And you can see that these children are here. They look maybe only about five to six years old, Any seven years old. Familiar? Familiar? No. Damn. Might have been one that stole her pass. Mm -mm. We get that pass back, we got another 25 I, gold? I'm under the impression these orphans aren't really free to leave this place. They're not. Never you know. are correct in Kids that assumption sneaky. in regards to the children here are well protected, and that's why that door is very heavily locked. Uh, I'm going <clears> to <throat> pull out one of the books. From the wooden crate? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to cast light on the inside pages of the book. Okay. Um, and hand it to one of the children. This is a magical book. Please keep it safe. Okay. So as you're approaching these children, uh, you can see that one of them is a dwarf. The other one looks like they're smaller, like um, human children. Uh, you approach the dwarf. And you can see that he turns around and he's just got like a little short beard already. Like he's already got his first beard growing <laughs> yeah. in. You can see that he's got a little 
red bandana. God and he damn just it, God. Right. <laughs> uh, I'm a fucking orphan. <laughs> and he just looks yeah. up at you and he goes, Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm not giving the book to him. He can't fucking read. I love reading. <laughs> My friend teaches me how to read every day. What is your friend's name? Oh. Bran. <laughs> <laughs> And you can just see the one little girl who's got the ball in her hand holds it up over her head and throws the ball at you, at Grimdark's head, and slaps him in the side and his bandana just, hey, knock it off, Nina. And you can just see a little girl just immediately begin like squealing with giggling laughter and runs out the open door. See, this is how he baits us in and now they're going to fucking kill us. You were the pigs. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'll... I'll... Place the book yeah, down place, in front of him. This is a magical book. Oh! <laughs> Payback's a bitch! Thank you. You're welcome. I love to read. Me too. Bran's a good reader. I imagine he is. Someday I'll be a good reader too. No, With enough won't. practice, I hope so. Thanks. You're welcome. It's very good. And you can see that the woman who brought you in here just kind of comes over to you and places a hand on the back of your like shoulder. It's like he's a bit different. Um, he's I, a, I laugh out loud. <laughs> just like I'm laughing now. Um, he's new here. Uh, he's only been here about a ten day or so, but uh, we've got hope for him. He looks like he'll grow up to be a. A nice strapping young boy. I just, I just like, a fine don't, don't pirate. Don't pirate. <laughs> Please don't lie to him. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll do our best. <laughs> I uh, think he will be okay. Yes, the new group of children, they seem very full of energy. You and don't have any Nikolais running around, <laughs> do you? Oh, yes. <laughs> do you? <laughs> we do. Oh, no. My son. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, he's been here about a year or so now. Little, um... A little disgruntled. Uh, he's never really fit in with the other children. He's a bit a bit loud. <laughs> Does he sound different aside from the volume? Uh, yes, he's got a bit of a different accent. Uh, we're not sure where he's from, but uh, when he arrived, uh, didn't have anyone with him, and we took him in. Hmm. It's been a kill him. <laughs> it's been nice to have all of them, and we'll. Is there, uh, a, is, there a, is there a bear involved? Uh, yeah, you got any bears running around? Got that no. t- like a stuffed teddy bear. And she just kind of points to like the bear skin on the ground. Oh, the bear God! The only bears that we have are here for warmth. Um, how, how far up does the ceiling extend? Uh, like twenty-five-ish feet. I'm going to look up. Okay. What do I see? You can see like um what looks like the bottom of like mortared uh, bricks and laid with like uh, wood beneath that. So you can see some areas where the wood is broken through and you can see that there's stone ceilings. But um, the children will absolutely adore if you would like to read one of the books to them before you go. And as soon as she says that, you can see little Grimdar just kind of peek up... I like when people read to me. Please do it. We could read the book for you before we go. And you pick up a little book. Yep. And you pick up the book and you turn back towards the cover. And you can see that it says the origin 
of turtles. <laughs> <laughs> and you just see that there's a little drawing that Katie has done amidst all the text of it, and you see there's, there's a small little turtle just crawling along. It itself. <laughs> going towards like a little lily pad on a pond. Oh, is there a tiny dragonborn who's just like... <laughs> who's like watching over it, just like fixing and playing like a little loop. <laughs> You can see that, you know, you begin reading this tale to these children. The other children have gathered around, and now there's about 15 children that have gathered in here and are sitting around eagerly telling, eagerly listening as you tell the tale of the origin of turtles. I cast Fireball. (laughs) (laughs) Um, As as your story ends, um, a a slightly heavyset woman walks through the open uh, doorway. And just looks at all of you. Oh, well. Hello. Very good. I see that someone has finally brought over Miss Katie's new shipment, and the children have a new set of books to read. How lovely. Sister Madeline, I presume? It is very good to meet all of you. You as well. Very good to meet all of you. It's not. (laughs) I just wave. I don't say that, but I'm sure it's not. I wave and do the smile. Quite interesting. <laughs> oh god, I'm gonna die in here. Uh, your name, sir? You specifically? Uh, I, I'm Felix. Pleasure to meet you, Mr. Felix. It's very good to meet you too. She walks over and she outstretches her hand. Like I said, she's just like a slightly heavyset woman. She's got short brown hair. Just comes like right to her chin. She has the same um, like white set of robes. But you can see that her robes are tied with a black sash around her waist. She shakes her hand. Now her hand is wet. (laughs) And I just... (laughs) It truly is a pleasure to meet you. (laughs) And she shakes... Offers to shake your hand. Yeah, I, I shake her hand. Now your hand's wet. Mm-hmm. That's fine. And your name? My name is Ethier. Good to meet you, sir. She just kind of looks at her hand briefly. Make a perception check. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, it's pretty good. Uh, that is a 24. You can see that after you shake her hand, when she pulls her hand back out of her wrist, like a little bracelet you can see is a small little like gem attached to the end of a bracelet it is gray and it has specks of like red running through it as her hand pulls Uh back from you you can see that those flecks of red slightly glow me specifically shit well after you shook her hand i'm gonna look at my hand Mm -hmm. nothing okay your hand looks like your hand am i familiar with i don't see it Mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna... Pleasure to meet you as well, sir. What is that on your hand? Excuse me? And she holds her hands up, and you don't see... Like, her, her sleeve extends up to her wrist. Excuse me? There you can was... see that on another, on her left hand, you can see that there is a, like, signet ring that has the same type of stone in okay. her other hand. I'm sorry? I saw a gem in the palm of your hand. Oh, and she pulls her sleeve back. And you can see that there is just a very tight, like, thin, silvery bangle. And, like, attached to the center where it would meet is a thin chain. And on that hanging is another one of these types of stones. Oh, it's very beautiful. Well, thank you. Uh, 
these are gifted to the highest sisters who have an opportunity to run the orphanage as a thank you from the cathedral. The bloodstones. Uh, why would it glow? I'm sorry? Why would a, stone, a bloodstone glow? I have never seen a bloodstone glow. Okay. Curious. Yes. Mr. Ethier? Yes. Quite curious. And your name, sir? Oh, my name is Nesgrim. Pleasure to have you in here. I oh, shake her hand. Okay. Do I see the flex glow for me as well? Yes. Oh, God. And she Can offers you? to shake your hand. Pleasure, uh, darling, beautiful one. Uh, Thank you very much for assisting the children. Of, of course. She extends her hand. I guess I'll shake her hand. Okay. Do you also want to look to see if the stone fragments glow? Yes. Stone fragments glow. Oh. Excuse me? Were they not glowing? I'm afraid I'm not sure what you're talking about. Is she, I, can she, is she lying yeah, like, I'm right to my insight, face? Yeah. Like... You can insight check her. That's a natural 20. Mm -hmm. 16. Yeah. 16? Yeah. You can tell that she doesn't see a glow in her stones. Hmm. I don't know what you mean. Am I able to see the glow? When it shakes their hands? When she shakes their hands? Yeah. yeah. It. Oh, God. Is it it? <laughs> but it, she, it didn't happen when she shook my hand. Or... You didn't look. You didn't know. Uh, what, do, what do you know about bloodstones? What can you tell us about them? They seem... They're incredibly different. valuable gemstones. They're the... Stone of St. Ostador. Uh, of course it is. And we'll end there. Mm. We're ending there? <laughs> In the middle of a mystery? You said Stone of St. Saint. Uh, Saint Ostador. Well, everybody, I hope you guys enjoyed this evening's yeah, episode. I have to pick up Kelsey. Yeah. I would continue playing if I didn't have to leave. Yeah. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this evening's episode of The City of Oshwamp. Uh, it was a ton of fun. Uh, if you're new here, make sure you follow so you can find us again. We are live Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday for uh, four different D&D campaigns that we stream on this channel. Um, Friday, we occasionally do some uh, some just general discussion about D&D and hanging out with things. Uh, you can also go to our website, notgreatrpg.com, to find out more information about us, all of our social media accounts. Uh, links to our YouTube and everything. Um, all of our campaigns get put on our YouTube channel, uh, and some get turned into a podcast for easy listening for, for your pleasure. Uh, the Tales of Setendor and the City of Oshwamp are the two campaigns that get turned into a podcast. Um, what? <laughs> so uh, I'm hurt. I'm sorry. I'm not really hurt. Um, sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, we our content is very easily accessible for everybody to watch and listen uh, wherever and whenever you you can. Um, but yeah, we are live at 6 p.m. Eastern time, four days a week. Uh, you can also type exclamation exclamation mark Ex schedule exclamation, exclamation mark, mark schedule in the chat to get the link to our calendar of events uh, that tells you what we're doing, when we're doing it uh, through the end of the year. So check that out. Um, always interesting stuff. 
and uh, it's always a lot of fun. Um, so we'll be back on tomorrow for Princes of the Apocalypse, and then after that we'll be back on Friday for the first episode of Dinner in a Dungeon, which will just be us hanging out, having some snacks and drinks, and uh, talking about random things, so feel free to come back for that. And then Sunday will be uh, another episode of Tales of Setendor. So thank you guys so much for watching tonight. We will see you tomorrow evening at 6 p.m. Have a wonderful evening. Bye, friends. Bye-bye. Goodbye.